0: They're also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life.
1: No purchase necessary. VGW. Void by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Another national strike is looming that could substantially disrupt deliveries, delay packages, and worsen the supply chain. Last week, talks between UPS and the International Brotherhood of Teamsters broke down. And the union could walk when their contract expires at the end of the month. News 8's Byron Tollefson talked with a Michigan professor about how a strike would affect your packages and businesses across West Michigan.
2: Last month, the union voted to authorize a strike if they don't reach a deal by the end of the month. They're debating wages, benefits, and compensation. And with the deadline approaching, experts worry the disruptions would be far-reaching. If 340,000 UPS workers go on strike at the end of the month, experts say it won't take long for your packages to be delayed.
0: So it will be very, very, very
2: disruptive. Michigan State University professor Jason Miller, an expert in transportation logistics, says some West Michigan residents with fewer delivery options would wait longer than others. Folks in more rural Michigan.
0: If you shop on Amazon, you'll be more affected than folks in more urban locations where Amazon's delivery service providers tend to provide most of the deliveries.
2: UPS is a mammoth in the shipping business, handling a quarter of parcels shipped across the nation every day. That's 24 million packages a day. If union workers go on strike, experts estimate that UPS using non union workers could still process 4 million a day. And although shipping companies like FedEx would also step in, Miller says it's not nearly enough to fill the gap. You can't make up for that much of
0: a loss um, of that large of a player in the industry. So there will be rampant disruptions.
2: So Miller expects supply chain disruptions across the board, like healthcare, with the delivery of critical medical supplies interrupted. Manufacturers of medical
0: devices and medical products ship extensively with parcel carriers. If you have to get your car repaired, it could take
2: longer to get the
0: parts you need. The consumer that needs parts replaced at the auto dealership, Most of those parts get from wholesalers to the auto dealership by a parcel carrier like UPS.
2: A new analysis by the Anderson Economic Group found that a 10-day UPS strike would cause $4 billion in losses for consumers and small businesses. The last time union workers went on strike was in 1997 for 15 days. That was before e-commerce. With demand high on that today... Experts expect a larger fallout from the strike. Overall, you know, moving parcels is a
0: much more important part of economic activity today than it was um, back in
2: the 1990s. On the bright side, Miller doesn't expect that you'll have to pay more to ship packages normally. But because of delays, you may end up paying for faster shipping anyway.
0: The last thing you would want to do is increase your prices in a way that would seem very predatory to shippers.
2: Miller believes if there is a strike, it will be short. He expects a deal to be reached quickly because he says both sides will be motivated to come to an agreement. The workers, because of lost wages, and the company, because
3: of lost revenue.
1: And it was hot. It was so hot.
3: It was, it was like a 95, 100 degrees in the shade. The wind never blew.
2: And they say
4: that New Orleans has humidity down there, which kind of cools us off That's bullshit. It was on, it was death heat.
5: Inside the convention center was so stifling hot, people tried to stay outside.
0: Hot as hell, 100-something degrees. It's hot.
4: It was very, very hot at that time. It was 97, 98 degrees.
0: It was hot.
6: And the heat radiating
7: off of the highway yeah. at night was intensely hot.
8: It's hot as hell.
7: That was the worst summer. I mean, that, that was, there was some, I mean, that, that heat was ridiculous.
9: Man, it was hot as heck in here
4: it was beyond Africa heat. If Africa heat was anything like that, like I said before and I'll say it again, they keep saying go back to Africa, hell no.
10: From the WLRN Newsroom, I'm Christine DiMatte. Good morning. A push to give outdoor workers increased protections during extreme heat waves has passed its first vote in Miami-Dade County. The proposal would guarantee a 10-minute break in the shade every two hours. It would also create heat safety trainings as well as a new office to protect outdoor workers. Armin Henderson is a University of Miami doctor who runs clinics for low-income residents. He said in the middle of a historic heat wave, excessive heat is becoming impossible to ignore.
2: We're seeing more and more people come in uh, with diseases and illnesses that are related to heat stress. And so I'm seeing it in real time.
10: The CDC reported 41 deaths due to excessive heat in Florida in the year 2020, the latest year for which data is available. Sandra Dennis of the advocacy group Miami Worker Center said those deaths are unacceptable.
11: We are ground zero
7: right here in Miami-Dade County and in Florida for experiencing the impacts of climate change and should be leading the nation in real solutions for the people, our people, our workers.
10: The proposal cleared its first vote unanimously with the next step coming in September. Florida state law has no protections for outdoor workers during extreme heat. We got McDonald's, hamburgers,
11: McDonald's, McDonald's, I got
1: McDonald's.
11: It has been a summer of strikes. Here in Los Angeles is thousands of Hollywood writers and actors Hotel employees and other workers have walked off the job to demand better conditions and wages. There's a big Teamsters rally going on in L.A., too, for UPS workers. One of the most recent groups to have their hot labor summer moment, fast food workers who took to the streets for a day-long strike last week. It's just the latest action in a years-long organizing effort by workers at restaurants such as McDonald's and Domino's who face some of the lowest wages Toughest working conditions and highest levels of homelessness of any workers in Los Angeles. And federal labor law can make it even harder for them to organize as well. Joining us to talk about it, we have Lizette Aguilar, a worker at McDonald's and a member of the Service Employees International Union. Catherine Fisk is a labor and employment law professor at UC Berkeley as well on the line. And we also have Brenda Gabrus, who will help with the translation for Lizette. Thank you all for coming on and talking with us today. We appreciate it. It's
8: great to be here. Thank you. Yeah,
11: Buenos dias. Lizette, I will start with you. And and you're going to speak to us, as I mentioned, through through the translator. Brenda, you work at a McDonald's in Boyle Heights, right? Tell me what your experience in the L.A. fast food industry has been like. I work at McDonald's. They
12: and, uh, okay. I'm working, yes, at the McDonald's in Boyles Heights, and I haven't had a good experience. Like so many other workers, we, we go through many difficult situations on the job. And unfortunately, many times we just have to work through a lot of the situations because we have to work. We depend on these jobs. And they make us work oftentimes for two people or three people. I've had to help working... Um, Cooking, cleaning, mopping, and really doing the work that normally two or three people would do, but just myself. And so it hasn't been a good experience.
11: How did you start organizing with the other workers and what difficulties have you faced?
6: Um, yo me a organizar en el 2020.
12: And, and, it just so I started day. organizing um, around 2020 at the beginning of the pandemic because we were being lied to by management. Um, we were told that we could get additional hours by working at other other stores at other McDonald's locations. Um, But the reality was the motive really behind that wasn't to give us more hours. They were lying to us. um, So and using us uh, to clean their stores um, after other workers there were, were getting COVID and they were exposing all of us uh, to getting COVID. Um, So I started talking to my coworkers and telling them this isn't right. McDonald's makes millions of dollars. How is it that they can't pay for a professional cleaning company? Um, instead, they're using us with limited resources to clean these stores and expose ourselves and not telling us that this is happening. Um, so many of us decided to go on strike um, because at the same time, the location where I was primarily working, many people were already getting sick. I was exposed to around six of my coworkers who got sick with COVID, and management never told us. Um, my son, who was just five at the time, um, I had to come home every night from work. I had to strip of all my clothes, put it in bags, take a shower, and I had to sleep on the floor. Um, and that's what led me to say, Enough. Enough is enough. We're not trash. They're treating us like we are important.
11: Catherine Fisk, labor and employment law professor over at UC Berkeley. As I mentioned, it can be pretty challenging. Extra challenging even for, for workers at these kinds of franchise businesses to organize. Talk a little bit about why that is.
8: The real power in the fast food industry is with the corporations, McDonald's, Burger King, Domino's, who don't operate most of the restaurants themselves. They enter into franchise agreements with individuals or very small businesses to operate the restaurants but the franchise agreements essentially force the franchisees to pay very low wages and to require very onerous working conditions such as what Lisette described And if the franchisee tries to improve wages or improve safety or health protections, the franchisee may be in violation of the franchise agreement, or they may be unable to make money themselves because the corporations at the top of the hierarchy in their franchise agreements suck all the profits out of the restaurants and leave franchisees in a bind. They can either comply with minimum wage and safety laws or they can make enough money to stay in business, but they can't do both.
11: I know, Catherine, at the the state level, there was a push to there was a push to establish a board that could have helped some industry wide standards for fast food workers to address some of those concerns. What happened with that?
8: Franchise fast food workers started organizing over a decade ago, trying every strategy they could think of to get the corporations at the table with the franchisees and the workers to talk about how to ensure decent pay, compliance with minimum wage laws, compliance with safety and health laws. So in California... The legislature enacted a statute, Assembly Bill 257, the Fast Recovery Act, that created fast food councils to get the franchisors, McDonald's, let's say, the franchisees who operate the restaurants and the workers, along with representatives of the public, together to negotiate minimum standards that would serve the interests of everybody. The legislature passed that bill, the governor signed it, but it didn't go into effect because the business groups got onto the ballot a ballot measure that would repeal this legislation. And then they got a court to enjoin the operation of the FAST Act, saying, well, we can't comply with the law because if our ballot measure changes the law, then it would be a big waste of time and money for us to comply with the law. So still the workers are waiting to get the ability to actually negotiate wages and compliance with minimum wage law. Therefore, the legislature tried again. And in the current 2023 budget, the legislature decided and the governor agreed to revive the Industrial Welfare Commission. First, it will study wages and working conditions in the fast food industry. And if it decides that they are insufficient for the health and the safety and an adequate standard of living for workers, it can issue a uh, In order to create a wage board, which is essentially a negotiated process that gets employers, employees and public officials at the table to talk about how to ensure decent wages and working conditions consistent with the need for businesses to stay in
11: business. Lizette, last week you joined the strike with the hundreds of other fast food workers across L.A., Uh, There are other strikes going on. SAG-AFTRA, obviously, WGA, um, hotel workers may even have a Teamsters strike with UP. I mean, do, do you feel like your cause is being drowned out or or conversely, do you feel like you and your your fellow workers are part of a larger labor movement that's happening right now?
6: Uh, yo que todos los trabajadores somos importantes, ¿verdad? So I think
12: all workers are important and they're also fighting for better working conditions. You know, we're fighting for better working conditions in the fast food industry. But I think, you know, because there are so many workers um, on strike right now, we we should all be heard. Maybe we won't all be heard at exactly the same time, but we should all be. We're all essential and we're all raising our voices. And I know on my end, I'll continue raising my voice and my co-workers as well until we're heard.
11: Well, I want to thank you all for coming on and talking with us. Lizette Aguilar, worker over at McDonald's, member of the SCIU. Brenda Gabris, our translator. Thank you, Brenda, for translating for us. And Catherine Fisk, law professor over at UC Berkeley. We appreciate your time. Thanks for coming on and telling your stories.
1: Another national strike is looming that could substantially disrupt deliveries, delay packages, and worsen the supply chain. Last week, talks between UPS and the International Brotherhood of Teamsters broke down, and the union could walk when their contract expires at the end of the month. News 8's Byron Tollison talked with a Michigan professor about how a strike would affect your packages and businesses across West Michigan.
2: Last month, the union voted to authorize a strike if they don't reach a deal by the end of the month. They're debating wages, benefits, and compensation. And with the deadline approaching, experts worry the disruptions would be far-reaching. If 340,000 UPS workers go on strike at the end of the month, experts say it won't take long for your packages to be delayed. It will be very, very, very disruptive. Michigan State University professor Jason Miller, an expert in transportation logistics, says some West Michigan residents with fewer delivery options would wait longer than others. Folks in more rural Michigan.
0: If you shop on Amazon, you'll be more affected than folks in more urban locations where Amazon's delivery service providers tend to provide most of the deliveries.
2: UPS is a mammoth in the shipping business, handling a quarter of parcels shipped across the nation every day. That's 24 million packages a day. If union workers go on strike, experts estimate that UPS using non-union workers could still process $4 million a day. And although shipping companies like FedEx would also step in, Miller says it's not nearly enough to fill the gap. You can't make up for that much of
0: a loss um, of that large of a player in the industry, so there will be rampant disruptions.
2: So Miller expects supply chain disruptions across the board, like healthcare, care, with the delivery of critical medical supplies interrupted. Manufacturers of medical
0: devices and medical products ship extensively with parcel carriers. If you have to get your car repaired, it could take longer to get the parts you need. The consumer that needs parts replaced at the auto dealership most of those parts get from wholesalers to the auto dealership by a parcel carrier like UPS.
2: A new analysis by the Anderson Economic Group found that a 10-day UPS strike would cause $4 billion in losses for consumers and small businesses. The last time union workers went on strike was in 1997 for 15 days. That was before e-commerce. With demand high on that today, experts expect a larger fallout from the strike. Overall, you know, moving parcels is a
0: much more important part of economic activity today than it was um, back in the 1990s.
2: On the bright side, Miller doesn't expect that you'll have to pay more to ship packages normally. But because of delays, you may end up paying for faster shipping anyway.
0: The last thing you would want to do is increase your prices in a way that would seem very predatory to shippers.
2: Miller believes if there is a strike, it will be short. He expects a deal to be reached quickly because he says both sides will be motivated to come to an agreement. The workers, because of lost wages, and the company, because of lost revenue.
3: On today's episode, we're joined by Darcy Dunn, President of Essential HR, HR Dunn Right, a consulting group focused on providing HR professionals with insightful thinking, real world solutions, and the tools to better understanding people. Darcy brings over 25 years of experience in the benefit, HR, and employee relations space and has worked across many sectors, including e commerce, media technology, private industry, advisory, healthcare, government contracting, and security. She's made career stops at household names and companies such as SiriusXM, Fanatics, and Informatica. Darcy launched Essential HR, HR Done Right, in early 2023 and currently serves as the president with headquarters in Los Angeles, California. The team at Essential HR, HR Done Right, is focused on providing clients with guidance and resources of all aspects of HR to better serve today's diverse workforce. Darcy and the team do it all, from onboarding, development, training, recruitment, and compliance training. We're on the verge of looking – as we're on the verge of a new law taking effect in late June that will dictate and protect the accommodations made for U.S. employees during pregnancy and childbirth, the Pregnant Workers Fairness Act, we wanted to bring Darcy in to take a closer look at the PWFA and understand what that means for HR teams as they look to introduce this new workplace law into your workforce. So without further ado, let's get Darcy introduced. Darcy, welcome to the HR Works Podcast.
7: Hi, Josh. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it.
3: Well, it is great to have you on. We've got you on today to talk about something that is coming up that is really exciting. And again, in this, world, this HR world that is continuing to evolve, we're seeing changes right before us. We're right on the verge of a new law being put into practice that really will impact employees and US employees and employers in the workplace. And that's the Pregnant Workers Fairness Act. PWFA is how it's being commonly referred to. Um, and Again we're having this conversation in late June that's going to take effect on tuesday june twenty seventh so leading right up to that uh, can you walk us through the basics of the pregnant workers fairness Act PWFA and just share what that means for employees and employers?
7: yeah so we published our newsletter a couple months back sent it out to make sure that you know our clients. And our contacts were aware that this was coming into effect on the 27th of June. You know, it's unfortunate. I had a call today where I learned that some people still don't know that it's coming, um, which they should. But really what PWFA means is it's a law that's requiring employers to provide what they call reasonable accommodation um, with limitations that are related to pregnancy, childbirth, or related medical conditions to that um, pregnancy. And when I say accommodation, really, it is... Changes in the work environment, right? Or the way that things are, you know, and I say in airports, usually done. People are used to doing things in a certain way. So it doesn't replace federal, state or local laws. This is kind of on top of it, right? But if you have your own um, regulations at your own corporation that are equal to this or better, this doesn't replace it, right? Which I think is important. There are a lot of employers now that are really taking a look at, you know, maternity rights, maternity needs on top of this. And so with PWFA coming into play, I think it makes a lot of sense for those employers that are not quite up to speed yet.
3: Oh, that's great. Yeah, thank you for sharing that with us, Darcy. I love that you mentioned that you've even got people that you're interacting with who haven't quite learned about PWFA. We're days away from it taking effect. Right. So this is a great opportunity just to talk to our audience of the HR community and get up to speed there, knowing that it's coming in. So prior to the PWFA, what laws had been in place to really protect pregnant workers?
7: So, you know, the Pregnancy Protection Act, ADA, FMLA, the PUMP Act, those are all still in place. They're going to stay in place they're not going anywhere, right? And this new law affects covered employers. And the definition really of covered employers is private or public sector with at least 15 employees. So if you're 14 and under, it doesn't apply, but it doesn't mean that you shouldn't necessarily be thinking about it. If you're a corporation that has 12 employees and you're looking to grow over the next year, this is something that you're definitely going to want to think about. Keep on the radar because the minute you have 15, you know, you're, you're on the hook for making sure that you comply with this regulation.
3: And again, that June 27th start date really just means that anything filed after the 27th now falls under and is protected by the PWFA. And anything prior to that, again, falls under previous protections. As you mentioned, there's, again, so many that we're familiar with and interact with. PWFA will just become synonymous with what we see covered right now with FMLA or like the Pump Act, Title VII, ADA, again all things that we're very familiar with. Yep. But a uh, new one to add into the mix now is PWFA, which, again, is exciting to see history taking shape in front of
7: us you know, what that accommodation means. I think people are like, okay, so what are we really looking at? Like what's different? And I think the biggest thing that's different on this. And when I think about this really is, you know, pregnant women may need different hours. So flexible hours. I mean, if you think about something just as what in an employer's mind may be simple, appropriate sized uniforms, right? Who wants to try and squeeze into a scrubs that are too small or don't they don't even make them or don't fit or all the way down to the mcdonald's uniform i mean this is every employer right and so not having uniforms that don't appropriately fit is tough right you know making sure you have additional break time if they need to use the restroom eat you know move around a little bit i think about when i was pregnant swollen ankles because i was sitting at a desk right get up and move around a little bit um not being held to a strenuous activity if you're a warehouse worker and the job requirement is you know, tossing boxes around that are 50 pounds. Okay, now that you know, you need to make an accommodation, exposure to compounds or chemicals. I mean, there's just so many examples that we could get to this that I think people might be a little bit overwhelmed by it. But if you think about it common sense wise, if you have a pregnant worker, right? And you want to make sure that you're doing what you can to make sure that They continue to work because I will say, I think I read a statistic, 87% of pregnant workers work all the way up until at least two weeks before delivery. That's huge, right? Yeah. I mean, it's a big number. Even something like closer parking. I know I go to Target and they have signs that are up that are for you know pregnant women that you can park closer to the Target and walk in. I mean, those are just things that we wouldn't necessarily think about, but as an accommodation, that's what this law is taking into play.
3: Yeah. Thanks for breaking that down, Darcy. That was perfect. What's great to see in this is just creating more inclusiveness in the workplace. As you mentioned, such a large amount of pregnant women are working right up until pregnancy, until childbirth, that creating that workplace that can be conducive and really can just allow them to do so comfortably is so smart. And again, creates those great accommodations to create a more inclusive workspace. What I love about this is something we had talked about prior to recording, we're seeing more conversation being had with workers. What do you need right. to make it better, and that's where a lot of these changes are coming from
7: It is I mean, getting the opportunity to just to really say what I need, I want to stay here. I want to continue to work, but in order for me to do that, can we take a look at letting me get up you know once an hour, or you know letting me you know fill my water bottle up or and there's not you know a ton of employers that are going to say, "Well no, you can't get up." there are restrictions for, let's say, call center employees, right? You know, you're listening to calls, you have a certain number of calls you take, there's certain call times, there's certain, you know, codes to meet, but there has to now come a time for anybody, like I said, that's got more than 15 employees where you are going to have to understand that if you have a pregnant worker, and I know we said pregnant women, but pregnant workers, just to be inclusive, that, you know, you need to think about that. And sometimes it doesn't matter who your boss is, or what's happening. Those are things that we don't necessarily think about, right? Right. Where, yes, I need to put this call on hold because I really do need to use the restroom or I do need some water or I just need a break. So we have to think about all workers in all forms of, you know, what they're doing to make sure that we're meeting these accommodations and allow employees to say, this is really what I need to be able to stay here up to the point where I deliver and then take whatever protected leave or whatever leave opportunities I have when I do have the baby, But let's make sure that we can make things a little bit more accommodating for these employees.
3: Yeah, so well said. And I think what's great when so many of these acts get put into place, it's really just setting the standard for all employees, but it also doesn't mean that organizations have to stop there, right? You can get out in front of these changes, talk to your workforce, and be the change leaders, be the ones who are actually setting the bar. But again, these acts, such as PWFA, at least set the standard. They set the baseline for everyone else.
7: Absolutely. And like I said before, you know, this doesn't replace the federal laws, the state laws, the local laws. You may have a more proactive approach. You may have a better approach. You may be way more accommodating than, you know, your counterpart. That's phenomenal. And that's what we want. You're right. You know, this is a step in the right direction to be more inclusive, to make sure that, you know, as these acts start to come in and things start to change and, you know, shape the new workforce and the new landscape that's happening, you know, you can do better. You can obviously always do better as an employer, right? And, you know, thinking about what's best for the employer and the employee is a lot of times a challenge, but I do think that some of these things help a lot and it helps you be a better employer to your employees. One thing that, you know, I was talking to somebody else about was that, you know, one negative review of an employer, depending upon what it is, sometimes it's just disgruntled employees or whatever. It increases your recruiting costs by 17%. One negative review. It's crazy. Oh, it's crucial.
3: Yeah. That's a great way to look at it, right? So this is a great opportunity to get out in front, be the change, and create those positive employee experiences even before the acts get put into place. But again, something like PWFA at least brings the bar up. And it'll be exciting to see, again, how employers react and employees react, how the workplace changes as a result of what goes into place following June 27th
9: context of white supremacy gusty renegade the black david koresh and for another broadcast hopefully to share constructive information on the system of white supremacy today's date friday july 21 2023 so i have been told with all this talking about old tim mcveigh had to look back, see Waco, David Koresh, said man, they I told y'all they called me a cult member repeatedly over the years as I've been hosting. White people, non white people? Oh gosh, cult member what? I looked at David Koresh. What, what similarities do me and David Koresh have in common? I couldn't come up with one thing. Still learning. Anyway, our weekly broadcast, Neutralizing Workplace Racism. If you have figured out things, they do not name call you. They don't say you're a cult leader. They don't call you any of the other nasty names. They have all of the ice water you can drink. Smoothies all day long. Air conditioning all day long. They do not put you out in the hot sun for deliveries or anything else. If you do have to go outside, what they got? Cooling suit, air conditioning vehicle. We'll have Slurpees waiting on you when you get back. That's your work situation. If you put in for days off, every time they don't mess around. Say, oh, we approved it. Gotcha. No, we didn't. No, we didn't. We just joked. Yeah. Okay, we got you this time. For real. For real. For real. Gotcha. No. No. Nope, no. Nope, no. Nope, no. We didn't. Or we approved it and then come and change their mind and renege on you. They don't do any of that. They told you you got the whole end of July off. Do your family reunions, or whatever else. Y'all going to the beach. You're just going to sit at home, twiddle your toes, play in the kiddie pool. Fine. Your leave has been approved and we're not going to nag you during your vacation time either. We don't call and email. You think you can come in? We don't do any of that. If you have figured out how to get yourself to that position, please let us know. The number 720-716-7300. The code 564-943-POUND. Press star 61 if you would like to participate. Number again. If you have figured it out, let us know. The number is 720 720- 716 7300. Decode 564 943 pound. Press star 61 if you would like to participate. few things before we get rolling. Let's see. Oh, the email untiljustice at com. If you want to be anonymous, not able to call in, have comments. Uh, at least a few strategies to share, or even if you have a question, we can respond on air. Number again seven two zero seven one six. Set or excuse me, the email untiljustice at gmail dot com. Untiljustice at gmail dot com. Anywho, let's see. A few thoughts on the audio that we heard. We'll get the emails, folks who dialed in what we heard certainly with the weather now here in seattle once again it is 76 degrees fahrenheit here in seattle so that is not exactly exactly uh blistering weather and in fact i think for these parts that is about right on the nose maybe a half degree below what the typical summertime weather would be for this time of year but that is about right on the nose for what it's supposed to be in seattle washington midsummer, later part of the summer whatever you want to call it i know that is not the case in many many areas across the u.s really across the globe they're having record-setting heat i think down i think it was in phoenix arizona area they said they had broke a record with consecutive days of 110 degree heat Uh, They were talking about Death Valley in California. It was, I think, like 130 degrees. Just insane temperatures that I could not imagine. Uh, And all the rest of it. You know, triple digits and 90s and the humidity. Uh, If you are in any of those locations, drink your water. Take it seriously. People die from heat exposure and all that on a regular basis. Uh, Drink your water. Hopefully request breaks if you have to be outside. Hopefully you got lots of ac lots of ice water and iced tea and whatever else that you can drink with no white sugar in it or high fructose corn syrup Uh, but lots of water uh preferably get some mate iced maybe um but stay inside get some watermelon coconut water uh stay in the house hopefully you didn't have to do too much you your children didn't have to spend too much time uh, outside in all of this and we had folks last week who talked about uh, seeing people who were at work in really warm conditions where there was no AC and just, you know, man, it did not look safe. That would probably still be the case uh, for many people across the globe. And unfortunately, many non-white people uh, would probably be in those positions where they're going to be the ones out doing the UPS driving and Amazon driving and uh, even mail parcel package delivering and that sort of thing. Uber, rideshare, all of that. I suspect that's going to be a high number of non-white people all over the world who would be doing that type of work, landscaping. Take it serious. uh, And that might be another one where you might have to see if you can even get many people to address it as a safety issue, because that's exactly what it is. Much better to just go ahead and, you know, let's do whatever we need to do if we need to come in earlier or take breaks or get shade or whatever, as opposed to having someone die. And then you got a lawsuit and all the rest of that bad publicity. So, safety issue. Uh, they we heard some of that. Uh, we heard some of that before, but the heat has continued this summer. So just continuing with that, uh, we heard some of that at the very beginning. Uh, they spoke with now that was audio. They didn't have video, but they spoke with Renika Turner, and some of the other folks who did the parcel delivering. Uh, they were subcontracted for Amazon. It sounded like these might be people who would be not white. Renika Turner, that totally could be a white person, but I don't know. I know from what I've seen, what we've talked about before, uh, those types of jobs, even we had folks who said, dang, just from the time of the Rona, when they were saying, you know, dang, this is more risky being out in this job, coming in contact with all these folks. You got to get signatures and everything. Might even have to step in their residence briefly to set a package down. Man, it switched over. It got real dark. We did have white drivers before. Now it's a lot of non white people doing the driving. We heard multiple folks who said that in many different regions in the U.S. Would not surprise me at all if that is still the case. And now you got to be out here in, you know, broiling weather every day. Maybe the AC works in your vehicle, maybe it doesn't maybe you know you get breaks she they spoke to the i think that was renika turner that they talked to and she said whoa it's triple digit, digit heat i'm getting woozy might be having a heat stroke i call and say, mm, mm. maybe you get your frosty i don't know but you get those packages to look like dang wait a minute. i'm woozy i'm sick yeah. they don't have a wendy's you get a frosty well, yeah. toughen up you know warming up you know that's all they had to say and that's what i would expect they will let you totally die and roast in that vehicle. And oh, we thought the AC is not on us, you know, and they said she's subcontracted. So it's on the subcontractor. They're supposed to be responsible for the vehicle. All of that. I would especially if you're someplace where, you know, California, Texas, Alabama, Georgia, Florida, where, you know, ye, this is a region where we are prone to having hot weather in the summertime maybe even in the springtime or early fall Hmm. what type of vehicle safety do they have what what protocol do they take when it hits triple digits what protocol do they take is it just you know do the best you can hope you got a wide brim hat you know we'll we'll uh we'll send the bouquet to your funeral if you don't like come on man come on and that's even another one to pause i know here in seattle i don't know you know wherever you happen to be in the world I know here in Seattle they have very strict laws about leaving dogs in the vehicle you will they will put you under the jail metaphor they don't mess around with that at all and I've I've witnessed that with my own eyes over years you cannot leave no pet in the vehicle why can you leave a worker in the vehicle just because they're bringing you whatever garbage you ordered from Amazon or, you know, DoorDash or whatever the case. Why is it then? Hey, you better get my package here, you know. Come on. And like what I said, a disproportionate number of non-white people who got to be roasting. They said the temperature, I think that was still Renika Turner, she said the temperature in the vehicle, whatever she has to drive the van or whatever, to drop these parcels off, they said the temperature inside was it was 110 degrees outside this is Palmdale Arizona I just mentioned they said they broke records I think it was Arizona that's right next to Phoenix they broke records for consecutive days of not just triple digit heat 110 degree plus heat I've only been in that one time I tried to walk outside for a block I thought I was going to die she said the temperature in the vehicle in you know the van you got to go inside to try to get the packages was 150 degrees Fahrenheit that's 65.5 Celsius for people everywhere else who is not on all that 150 Fahrenheit are you serious that's many Packages and what have you—you you can't even store the stuff at 150 degrees. Come on! I hope you didn't order chocolate and they got it back there at so 100. Like, come on, come on. That's what I'm saying. Like all of this, regardless—if you, you know, say, "Hey, I don't, I don't believe in you know climate change and extreme weather," ah, nah, that's about okay, fine, no problem. Either way, it looks like we might be having more of this type of weather because I've seen many reports where they've said. This might be the new normal in terms of weather. I know we've had hotter, warmer weather here in the Seattle and Washington State region over the last decade. Seems like that's been a wider trend. If that's the case, man, it'll probably have to be workers, non-white people speaking up to address this because white people, I don't care. I really don't care about the niggers. So get out there get in the vehicle I don't care if it's 2000 degrees in there you had better deliver my what are they one of my edibles my cannabis products my croc shoes and whatever else that I'm ordering online get it here on time and then I might fuss at you what well, we had a caller in New Jersey he was doing the deliveries before you better get it here on time and then when you do get it here I might turn around and where my chicken nuggets at did you steal my chicken nugget oh I'll kill a nigga you stole my chicken nuggets. so hey You know, we don't care if you got safe conditions, water, AC, all the rest of it to get through all this extreme weather. Speak up, value your safety. That is black self-respect, counter-racism, really, Uh, and seemingly more people in this sort of environment, especially if you're someplace, uh, Kansas, Nebraska, they don't normally have this sort of weather, and now you do. Yeah, you might have folks who are even resistant to me. Like, we've never had to do extra water breaks. we never had to do all the. Well, we never had triple-digit heat before here, but we do now. Let's see. Hope Renika Nika Taylor and them. Lots of water. Lots of ice. Smoothies. I shouldn't have said Slurpees before. That's my childhood poison. All those Slurpees in the summertime. Smoothies. You want fruit? Not all that high fructose corn syrup and poison. Smoothies fresh fruits veggies yes uh, so then uh, we heard the folks at McDonald's non-white people uh, for potentially going on strike in California for their horrible uh, conditions one the first thing that I thought of is so many young non-white people that's like one of their first jobs if not McDonald's something fast food they mentioned you know Domino's and the whole run of it Taco Bell and all that stuff same thing basically Um That's why I say consistently, particularly this time of year in the summer, and we heard people last week even saying, man, you go to some of these places and they don't have A.C. McDonald's any time of the year is not the coolest place to work. Imagine trying to make chicken nuggets. It's 110 degrees outside. Those fryers are not exactly cool. It would be way better if As opposed to just doing the same old, same old, okay, I'm going to get a job, make hush puppies for the summertime, get a job making tater tots for the summertime, get a job making cheeseburgers for the, hey, I'm going to try and see if we can do something in advance so I can, I'm at the library where it's quiet, no grease, air conditioned. I would much rather have that than being at Mcdonald's. I'm at the old exploitation shack, and I got to be covered with grease on top like I'm cool all the way through, and that I mean that's just rampant. We've heard that over and all of that. They exploit you on the hours, they steal your pay, they put you in all these grueling conditions, they really take advantage of children what I just said, they get those teens, they're in high school, and all of that, they get them there. you have the sexual abuse, we did reports on that. You name it. I would really try to steer clear of that. They had a whole lot of non-white people in there can't even speak English. Well, we got to get a translator. You know, we are, metaphor, we are fitting to take them to the cleaners. we not paying them correctly. We're not doing nothing for regulations. And then you go, oh, you got some lip? Oh, you think you got that green card? Hmm. You and Pedro will be out of here, buddy. I got my MAGA friends. We know what to do with your kind. Mm-hmm. I would really steal your children as best you can. Non-white people in general away from all of that. And even really think about that. When we make choice. I've said this for years on record over and over and over again. Not just even I was saying this before I was vegan. In fact, said this before I had my Vitamix before it was anything about Brussels sprouts and all of that. I said, let's not eat out. Even when I was eating fructose corn syrup and tater chips and hot dogs, even then you can make your own hot dogs, man. Let's minimize the amount of opportunities that we give for white people to put food in our mouth. That's something to think about the way that they treat the non-white people who work in these industries. That alone should be reason enough. Like I'm cool on all of that and that's the whole process the processing plants and have one i have to share on that too and the people who work at the mcdonald's and all these different franchises and it's so many layers of that too that would be a tremendous reason counter-racist logic yes i'm not going to subway chick-fil-a mcdonald's jack-in-the-box white castle none of it i'm good carl jr i'm good burger king i'm good Let's see. Uh there the UPS strike. We talked about that before. They said that is looming. Does not look like a deal is going to be reached. That's another one with a lot of non white employees. That's another one. The same racist greed. Uh they talked about the number of companies that to lose, I guess the what is that, Ebonics? They came up. Company like Amazon, UPS, all I guess folks to do hand sanitizer too. They came up. During the Rona, all of the folks shopping online and order this and deliver that. and We can't be in person, no contact. This they came up. That being the case, why can't you look out for your workers? We talked about this last week. Bay Area mom and other folks who talked about, oh yeah, you know, see, non-white people that work there and they work part time and they don't pay them any money. That's a big part of what they're talking about right now. You made all this money, can't even say millions. You made billions. And you can't even look out for a few non white people that are doing part time work who, right now, backbone of your industry. They're out there in triple digit heat. Palmdale, Death Valley, California, Texas, Austin, Louisiana, Alabama. It's humid. They're out there in all that heat eight hours a day. Might be, I don't know. I haven't worked at, might be 10 hours. I don't know. But that sounds like really grueling work. Even if you work at the warehouse, that sounds like really grueling work. And you can't even look out for them. Like man, yeah, <sighs> we can get some non-unionized workers and keep on rolling. Like man, <laughs> like wow, I could totally see these would be the folks that would be awesome. like, yeah. Do you really need air conditioning? We don't really, Meh. we don't do air conditioning. <laughs> Maybe we'll do. It's not going to be ice cold water. Yeah, if it's 100 degrees outside, the water will be 100 degrees too. Let's see, they had the, oh man, the one that I did enjoy, all the rest of that was just, you know, the normal terroristic behavior that you could expect white people, really, white slave drivers. Same way that they operate on the plantation. We're not doing no water breaks for you all either. Work you till you die out here and just replace you, Toby. The segment at the end on the Pregnant Workers Fairness Act that I thought was so important another reason why it's important to check the news all of that really but especially that last one I said man all of the I do not have children but that is important people who think they may want to have children at some of that it might be in the realm of possibilities to produce offspring at some point that would be a good one let me make sure that I look at the new rules The Pregnant Workers Fairness Act. Now, I will pause. Just my counter-racist suggestion. BGQ, victims guaranteed, qualified. I think we should resist any time that the word fair is going to be used in any sort of formal, this is a labor document or any sort of professional project, public work or anything like that, that term fair should not be included. They could have named this bunch of, they could have left fair out completely. Pregnant Workers Act. What's wrong with that? That would have been great. Or they let me see, I can give you a bunch of them. They could have done this. They could have called it the Justice for Pregnant Workers Act. How about that one? What's wrong with that? That's good, right? right. Lots of them that they could have come up with that would have been much better than they always got to find a way to get that old fair the values of white supremacy racism the thinking of white supremacy racism and particularly for a statute like this because for centuries Harriet A. Washington talked about this for centuries I mean we don't care about niggers period but I mean an old pregnant nigger wench I mean oh oh I can't stand a nigga woman. I mean, oh, oh, we can't, oh, oh, I could vomit. I mean, we definitely didn't put this statute in mind thinking of looking out for no pregnant nigga wench, right? So we got to put fair in there. Like, that's really who we are thinking about. This is supposed to be, we want to be looking to make sure that these white women, so that they can have more white children, fair and white, see Be that as it may, uh, like my druthers, Pregnant Workers Act. That's all we would have needed. Be that as it may. So they got the new act. Supposed to be looking out for pregnant workers, making sure that they have reasonable accommodations. Can't do things that we normally would. They even gave the example. Might be pregnant. You work at a parcel company or in the warehouse or what have you. Can't do all that heavy lifting. They have to make reasonable accommodations. Now, there are so many reports about individuals who are not white, especially if they're black. Uh, You get pregnant on a job or if you particularly if you are not working and in the process of looking for a job and you come in here in trimester number two talking about what? What? Or start like, oh, my God, can we find a way to get rid of her? Like, oh, my God. That's why I would look at all of this in advance so that you can protect yourself. Do they have anything extra? We've even even once you have the baby. Mommy see right? Once you have the baby, great. Uh, breastfeeding. Want to be healthy. I don't want to do all the formula. And they run out of that all the time too, right? They just were talking about that. I want to be healthy. want to get my child off to the best start possible do the breastfeeding they're supposed to make reasonable accommodations for that the old days they would mock you ridicule you for that not supposed to be that anymore now it's supposed to be hey no mistreatment justice do we have a lactation room if not let's at least see if we can't rig something up get you some quiet space away maybe we have an an empty office room we can you know give certain hours where it can be used when we're not having a meeting or something to that effect but I would look at all of that and then make sure you pull it out and I would be proactive if I know I'm going to have a child I would bring this up in advance in in fact if I even think this might be on the horizon because hey striving to be a universal man universal woman this is something that's thought out well in advance asked all of our hundreds of questions and we thought about the academic program and diet program and all of that in advance. This is a part of the in advance. You go in and you talk to your employer about all of this in advance so they and you know what to expect. And they can even say, oh my god, are you pregnant? Oh, no, no, no. I am just wanted clarification for what the policy is. I just like to be informed about these things. Say, oh, Whew, no more new niggers. okay okay and they tell you what the policy is breastfeeding and all I want it all from A to Z time off breastfeeding everything lay it out in advance so nobody is stunned about any of this no value for pregnant mommies in this part of the world we talked about that many many times but that one use everything that you can to your advantage and they even talked about that Depending on which state or jurisdiction that you're in, they're doing it kind of a piecemeal thing. It's not going to be like a national policy about this. So you might have to pay attention with your particular region what their policy is. Read it. Sit down. Maybe you two as a couple. Sit down. Go over it. And then you can ask any questions at work. Maybe even see if they can do uh, a training uh, to make sure bring someone in from HR what have you just to go over the whole policy so that everyone knows bang that's the new guidelines that's what to expect if you have any questions ask me, drop me an email. we'll clarify, but anything that is helpful can give you more resources can help you avoid being mistreated in the workplace if you're a pregnant mom, take it and all that you possibly can use it till the wheels fall off metaphor but I thought that was an important one if other folks saw that. Let us know. I know we certainly don't just sit. Mommy C, I'm sure she is not the only person that we have who might have just had a child or might be thinking about producing offspring. Anywho, uh, let's see. Folks have commentary uh, dealing with the heat. Once again, we might have to talk about that the whole summer. Like, man, how are people surviving with the heat? Are they making appropriate adjustments uh, on your job? Has this become a safety issue uh, for any of the folks out there? Uh, in terms of the extreme weather that we are dealing with. Uh, And then certainly the Pregnant Workers Fairness Act. Uh, Folks have been paying attention to that. Any other folks thinking about producing offspring in the future uh, and how that's impacting you uh, in the work environment? Let us know, as usual, if you have any strategies that may aid other non-white people on their job Please share, and if you're having any difficulties, we will do our best to try to solve problems without creating new problems. Number again seven two zero seven one six seven three hundred the code five six four nine four three pound press star six one if you would like to participate. Let's see uh, first few folks who dialed in with a hand up line should be open. Proceed. Can I be heard? Z's mom. Yes, ma'am.
6: Greetings. Um, I thought it was interesting that you brought up the pregnant women. I guess, fairness act. It reminded me of when I first joined my office. um, My, my, well, my company in general has a large amount of white women and they have a lot of, I guess, power within the company, um, even though like the CEOs and stuff are white males. Um, So they have this women's group and in every like um office because we have offices around the country they turned one of the private offices into like a a wellness room and even if there's um no one in the office who's like having like no one in our office is pregnant or even considering that at least as far as i know but so we have a wellness room and that room has like um it's very nice. It has like a. It actually has its own like spare breast pump there, and then it has a spe- a separate fridge for like. So you know, I guess because previous employees have said that people felt uncomfortable having breast milk stored in the like main fridge of the office. So it has like its own separate fridge. It has like those white noise machines. It has a yoga mat, and it has um. I think like those kind of like LED lights that can change the different types of lighting. So it's like, it can be like warm or cool lighting to kind of impact your mood. Um, It has a lot of other things too, like there's shelving with a lot of plants and things like that, um, that they kind of organize to set up. So I feel like um, that might be a good way for other people who are considering having offspring in the future to approach it like because sometimes offices like when you take on this type of work for them because it's free labor for them um so but then it benefits you in the future so you could be like hey i'm interested in setting up a wellness room um because there's a lot of people in my office too who are Muslim so they'll go in there for their prayer too so and then you can kind of tell them hey it can function in multiple ways but it can also be A good environment for someone who's breastfeeding because it's really sad when they just like in my old office they had a lactation room and it was just really this really sad room it was very small there was nothing to look at and then it was just like you sitting there and then you would use your breast pump um so I think that that might be a good way to approach it if you're thinking about having offspring in the future is um, you know, I've seen a lot of companies implement this. It's helped with retention because, you know, they like that to say, like, oh, it helps with retention of a lot of our, um I guess, you, I don't even know if, if it's appropriate to say female workers, like, in an office space because I think the person on the, the person that was talking in the newscast said to be more inclusive. But, I mean, you can just say pregnant people um just to be, like, I guess, respect, like, just to not cause any potential, like, cause any potential, like, attention to yourself that you don't want. But I just thought that that might be a good strategy, because then it could double as different types of room. because sometimes they'll say, like, oh, we don't have enough space for that. But if you use that room for other things, like, sometimes people will just go in that room just if they need to, like, get away from, because we have an open office set up. Um, And it's also nice because you can actually schedule time in that room on like I think on Outlook so you so it's not like someone's gonna rant I mean there's a lock on it anyway but just in case you know someone's not gonna like knock and interrupt you if you're like breastfeeding or if you're just trying to like pray or just relax Um, so I thought that that was a pretty nice setup that they had Um, that's all I wanted to share
9: much obliged Z's mom when you say at the old job that they had the lame lactation room this wasn't at the school was it where they had the lame lactation room
6: actually the school also had a lame lactation room but this was a different job i've actually this is the first time i've actually been to a job where the lactation room wasn't just like some closet that they turned into a
9: lactation room That's the school have (laughs) I don't know what to say oh wait yes I do know what to white people don't care about children that's what to say anyway I have heard that uh, before we've had many Uh, listeners over the years for workplace racism specifically uh who have written in and or called in to talk about lame lactation rooms and or acts of racism uh when they have attempted to access the lactation room we even had it was a non-white mommy she i think her child was under two and she was still gold medal still breastfeeding they say uh many respected health officials around the world say you should breastfeed until five anyway. So she's still breastfeeding and uh, the lactate I think by FMLA family medical leave act, she in the U S they, I think you don't have to go to like, like two years or less. I forgot the exact date, but it's something two years or less that they are legally obligated to allow you space to do your lactating. And they knew like to the minute, when ah, no more of that and they changed the code to the lactation room like ah, you're out of here and it was the same thing Z's mom said it's not like they had a whole office full of pregnant ladies and they had a line you got to take a number and wait five hours messing up productivity she was the only employee in the building currently breastfeeding they changed the code to the lactation room told her, We got the shed in the back. Why don't you go out there and use that if you got a steal? What well, does that say? Pregnant. Man man, she's trying to be breastfeeding. with oh my God. Oh, good vomit. Oh. I would use this. The Pregnant. you got that, that, again with the pregnant workers fairness act. I would use this. If this can help you get out of the woodshed or tell you to go out behind the recycling recycling bin. I would use it to the max and even be preemptive if you know not going to do formula or what have you. <laughs> Listen, to, that right there tells you all you need to know. She said, Now I'm in this environment, lots of white chicks here. Whew, they got the wellness room. Come on. They got an extra breast pump. Now, I don't know how I feel about using that, but I mean, well, I'm sure they got every type of. Sanitary device and all that so you can clean it up and poop bacteria, all that just in case. The lighting, I'm surprised they don't have the uh uh oil diffuser and all of that. They got the lights, the yoga mat, the white come on. Come on. That and and I'm not even mad. That's what it should be. I'm just saying Renika Tucker should get the same sort of consideration. If that's what they provide to everybody cool and that now we're getting somewhere now we're making progress but that's what same thing I said before it's so why that fairness is in the act that is this sort of comfort and wellness is supposed to be reserved for white my fair lady white women that's who it's supposed to be reserved for not you know he's negative. but I'm that amazing I'm <laughs> take advantage maybe go hang out in there from time to time and just you know enjoy the lights the white noise Um, yeah and I've I've heard that before with the lameness of the lactate everybody should try and maybe you can use that as an example to pitch it as a wellness room and as she said it has it's multi-purpose you know people can go in there for a moment of meditation we could have meetings there lactation room lots of or we could do yoga there lots of different purposes wellness room don't we want to promote wellness that will help with our bottom line retention she said lots of ways to see if everybody that would be one if you know you are going to have a child potentially in the future oh yes we need a wellness room and let's see if we can get that started ASAP so you can be at the foundation of what will be there everything that you know you would want so be comfortable before and after child gets here Love it. Wellness room. Uh, let's see. We'll do We'll do one email. Much obliged, C's mom. We'll do one email, and then we'll get other folks who dialed in. Uh, email untiljustice at gmail.com. No spectating. No spectating. Let's see. Was that Z? Are you going to add something before I get my email in?
6: Oh yeah, I just wanted to clarify that the breast pump is not like the actual thing that's the thing that inserts onto the breast. It's just the like the motor part. <laughs> so see there, see to there. just to clarify.
9: See there, see there. They thought of it all. They thought of it all. See, uh, much obliged. Thank you for the uh, clarification. That's a. I've never been in a work environment that had all of that. Um, I'm even trying to think of a wellness space like wow. No, we don't have all that, but they have a they have a book club too. See that you can tell she has extraordinarily refined white women that she works with. They have a wellness room with all of that and a book club. Are you serious? Come on, let's see uh, the email. Email number one. Oh, I got confused. Hmm. Hmm. Mm, i got confused i have to think about it because this was technically marked for something else but it certainly would qualify for workplace racism i have to think about that uh different email number one that is official workplace racism uh hi gus callers and audience uh to z's mom who we just heard from i did pick the right one i'm glad that my contributions are of value to you and hopefully the wider cows audience I have been traumatized throughout my career from not understanding how racism is practiced in the workplace. I spent so much time second guessing, oh that's what they want. I spent so much time second guessing what I believed was happening to me, so hopefully my contributions help others to avoid the stress I have faced. Gus, you were 100% correct. My racist ex-manager is on the attack because she is angry that she did not get the permanent role and is directing all her hate, shame, humiliation, etc. at me. And what makes it worse is that she was not invited to interview for the role. Mm, mm, mm. She submitted her application, but was not short. Oh, the indignity of it all Ugh, was not shortlisted. Our director claimed he did not recognize her application which is crap he obviously did not want her for the permanent position oh the indignity of it all (laughs) our organization does blind recruitment which means no identifying details are given to the hiring manager just the responses to the questions in the application how about that Hmm. Gus and Cal's audience you can still tell who the person is by the examples they give how interesting Okay, She continues. She is currently reporting to a racist suspect male in our division who is at the level she was at on temporary promotion. More humiliation. Mm -mm -mm. Instead of focusing on job hunting, she's busy plotting to undermine me even at a time when she should be directing her energy into getting a new role. In her racist mind, focusing on me is somehow rational that's their job that is that that right there there tells you about her priorities her career is spiraling down in turmoil what's she doing what that nigga up to (laughs) come on come on when the roles are advertised anyone with the right experience in the organization can apply she asked me and the r&b king if we applied this was before she found out she had not been shortlisted obviously her concern was me he responded saying that he looked at the advert but was ineligible to apply because he is on loan from another organization and his contract restricts him from applying for roles that are only advertised internally which that one was now even that is like wow that is so specific so if this uh, position had been publicly advertised then he could have applied for it but the fact that it was almost sounded like some cronia why would that be <laughs> Like if it's going to be limited and this is only advertised they're going to pick their friend nah 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 fascinating fascinating the most familiar mystery She continues. "Uh, I said nothing. It was none of her business. Brilliant. Telling her I didn't apply might have stopped her attacks, perhaps, but I didn't want to set a precedent with her that she is okay to ask me such questions. I didn't apply because I wasn't interested in the role. I also thought she was guaranteed to get it more fool me. If a black person wasn't appointed to a role they were doing on promotion, I wouldn't view it as a failure because we all know how racism is practiced in the workplace. But to a white woman and to that level of humiliation, clearly our director doesn't rate her. Maybe you've got, I don't know, incompetent Carrie and uh, defective or deficient dana i don't know so that's what happens with what they said before these jobs only being promoted internally and that sort of thing is so much of that throughout the known universe of people classified as white where you have all of that cronyism and white people hooking up their friends and cousins and nephews and all the rest of it that Man, you, there is tons of this ton, it is we don't even know the full scale of it but there is so much that I don't even know but that might be a part of what was motivating that contract why one of your co-workers who's on loan couldn't apply I don't know I never even heard that before but I do, I'm do. i very familiar with all of that uh-huh. thought she was going to get it. she's white and she's cool with this person they go for lunch and all the rest of it yeah you got to be really lame really extra lame you can't even in that you're white and you still can't get the job like wow come on shape up let's see clearly our dinner. nonetheless he still colluded with her last week to mess me over with my holiday leave the system of white supremacy in full effect she's still white uh, you are also correct about the use of the zoom chat People do use the chat function regularly in the organization as frequently as they use emails. Others you will get a quicker response from if you reach out to them directly using the chat function which makes no sense to me as email and the chat function require you to carry out the same actions. But there are a number of people who use the Zoom chat for deceptive and underhanded reasons as they view it as a way of not leaving any trace of their misbehavior, which is nonsense. See, that's what I like. Are you serious? That right there, like I got to be covering, can't leave a trail, can't leave it. Yeah, we don't want email of this and all that. We got to get this on the Snapchat, see if this disappears and I'll kill you if you take a screenshot, <laughs> like that sort of thing. Like, come on, incidentally, once you see that, it any sort of deviation, like I said, if you are normally converse email text whatever it is phone what in person whatever it is if it's a deviation now we got to hop over on the zoom the snapchat and for whatever in the fit screenshot that you can record the screen whatever it is but i would make evidence this did happen, and I would even point out that Workplace Journal <laughs> as entry for the day. I would point out the irregularity of this and exactly what they said, and with the BAM photo or screenshot or whatever it is uh, of what you know what they stated, because all of that is nefarious activity. Why are we hopping over here for you to come and ask me some nonsense or make some sort of you know illegitimate request? Say something crude, whatever it is. Offer an apology where you acknowledge you did something racist. Whatever. Why aren't we speaking through our normal channels? Let's see. That's widespread too. That's not as widespread as the cronyism, the technology catching up, but that is also pretty common. Let's see. Uh, Incompetent Carrie and Dahmer's greatest fangirl, Bought the flowers for my racist ex-manager as a way of thanking her for being a great manager. There's no way I was taking part in that nonsense. My racist ex-manager has seen me as competition from day one, and that is the problem. Everything she does is designed to make me look bad and incompetent. In addition to her belittling me, she has started spelling my name in lowercase again. She said again, come on, come on, come is like we we thought we had already solved that problem, then she doubled back and like yeah, I'm recalcitrant. My shift button doesn't work. I yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, again. Uh, uh Which she did for the first six months. I thought she was going to say like six weeks or (laughs) something. Went on for half a year. Come on. Uh, For six months that we worked together, she must have gotten bored. Because I never reacted, if she sends an email, everyone else's name will be spelled correctly, except mine, and it's not a one-off. She misspells my name in multiple emails and everyone else's correctly, so you cannot dismiss it as an error. She gets some sort of sadistic pleasure from it, which can only be short-lived, unfortunately. She will have to do my performance appraisal for this period as my new black manager is new and doesn't know the team. I think my racist ex-manager manipulated the situation so she could get to do the appraisals, another attempt at sabotage. Now, even that, why are you doing the appraisals? You didn't even want to sign off on my vacation when you were still technically in this position. Now, you're not only in this position you didn't even get your promotion you're just a no-count lame white chick why are you doing this at all <laughs> like if anything let the new manager do it maybe you can sit beside him and offer you know you can make a snide remark you know her fingernails are dirty did you see that see see, yeah yes and, and her, her shoes are scuffed get that down too yes yes she has a nasty attitude yes you just do that but i mean really like are you serious and, and even beyond her why is she being allowed this seems like something the director or some other white person in authority would even have to approve why is she even being allowed to do this why are you giving the you are not good at your job clearly why are you even doing this anyway uh I did the non-white black female's appraisal when I became her manager, even though I had not managed her over that performance period, so the situation was the same. However, there's not much harm that she can do as she has not been responsible for my work, and everyone has been singing my praises, so we'll just be going through the motions. She had just found out. She had not been invited to interview for the role she was doing when she last did my performance appraisal. Managers are required to have development conversations with their reports as part of the performance review. The scheming heifer used it as an opportunity to sabotage me. I had previously applied for temporary roles in other teams as a way of escaping her but she was able to block these moves as she was required to agree to my application she pretended she would support me even offering unsolicited help with my applications and to prepare for interviews the irony obviously i ignored her during the performance appraisal meeting she asked about my plans and whether i was applying for other roles i said i was not she then said that i should still look at what roles are being advertised so that i'm aware of opportunities ordinarily that would be good advice but that's not what it was the r&b king is on loan from another organization so they will have to fill the position and she's in the process of advertising the role i'm sure he wants to stay so will apply some jobs are advertised internally others are open to the public and there is a specific website that the company uses you can only see the internal roles if you are an employee but you need to sign up using your work email address she had previously told me about the platform unsolicited and encouraged me to sign up again even though i said i wasn't looking for another role she let me know that as my manager she will get a notification once i sign up but that's just routine i believe she mentioned that point because she thinks That was the reason I didn't sign up when she previously told me about the platform. What she doesn't know is that I had already signed up. When I first joined the organization, the company changed our email addresses, but the old ones are still recognized. So, I used my old email address when the system requested my manager's email, so the notification went through to my old account. Why is she so bothered? Because once she received the email notification, she would use it as evidence that I am applying for jobs that are external to the department where I work and to use it to sabotage me. There's no way I would let her know my plans. Vindictive, scheming heifer. In her mind, if she has to go, then I have to go. Finally, Thus, you joked about incompetent Carrie needing two days leave due to the insect bite. But that's exactly what happened. On a different occasion, she claimed she had COVID, then returned to work after a week with a new blonder hairdo. That's what she's written. B-L-O-N-D-E-R. Hey, we did just read or or how shall I say? I read. We spoke with uh, Erica K. Jackson her book, uh, Scandinavians in Chicago, and she talked about white women bleaching their skin and hair to be whiter. Another illustration. Wow. Uh, Blonder. I hadn't even... That's new. Okay. No consequences, just compliments from the other racist suspects. I've noticed this usually happens when I'm on leave or on the rare occasion that I have been ill. She spent two days at a conference last week and has booked a day on flex leave due to the fact she had to travel to another city and stay overnight. She didn't have a role at the conference. She needed two days to spectate. That's gangster. (laughs) That's gangster. The agreement was that she would give a presentation to the division on what she learned. Surprise, surprise. That was the day she had I.T. problems. Mm, mm, mm. She employs a variety of work avoidance tactics, but the main one is damsel in distress. There's no way I'm playing that game with her. I'm not a mammy. I'm not a man. I'm not a lesbian. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. <laughs> and I'm not impressed. I pay her dust. You mentioned apps that can track your hours. Uh, Should anyone challenge your contribution? Mm, Indeed, indeed, there are. I think that is a great suggestion, but I would not offer up that information unless you have a good reason to. The likes of incompetent Carrie are allowed to accumulate days worth of flex time, which allows her to take days of leave. My racist ex-manager challenged me about mine, stating that if I'm having difficulty completing my work within my set of hours, then we need to discuss it. This meant that I could not claim my time back because it was being used against me. Plus, she would then overload me with work to make things more challenging. She would also claim her own flex days. Wow, now see, that also sounds like lack of due process. Like, dang, how was Carrie given all this leeway and then. I'm over here, I gotta be slave and do Carrie's work and everybody else and I, 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 I don't want to get you on some sort of time management program. Dang, why isn't, if anybody needs time management, it's Carrie, right? She continues, Gus and Cal's audience, this is a matter of productivity and value as far as I'm concerned. As stated before, incompetent Carrie requires hand-holding on the most basic tasks that she should understand how to do she also has an extremely poor grasp of how the organization functions so asks the most basic questions i'm now being told by other managers and directors that my work is brilliant and that i have excelled under challenging circumstances including being sabotaged they recognize the work i am putting in so can now claim my flex hours without fear of another racist attack p.s. i made sure i got my time back in other ways when the racist ex-manager blocked me from taking flex leave plus the ancestors have my back she did not get that job and under the most humiliating circumstances and i am now being recognized by directors which is the thing she was trying so hard to block Mm, mm, mm. pitiful all the way around worst summer ever for this white woman almost like Venus and, Cer- uh, Venus and Serena back at Wimbledon winning the, the championships oh, oh, terrible oh. Uh, Bravo all the way around I think uh, nothing in a work environment sometimes the most dangerous being can be like a scorned white woman white or a scorned white person in general but I would say especially a scorned white woman where they feel they you know, have some sort of vengeance that they are due like oh man just step back give them wide berth as much as possible and man check all your you know everything make sure you're in compliance and try to minimize the opportunity for them to do damage as she said she comes around Uh, trying to, hey, are you applying for this job? Did you apply for this? I have nothing to say. Let the other fellow answer and tells him, you know, I'm not applying for whatever reason. I have nothing to say. You are no longer my supervisor. I don't even feel compelled to answer this question. And that can be employed in so many situations in the workplace and beyond. I mean, really, unless someone has asked a direct question you don't have to respond depending on who the person is even if they do ask a question you might not have to respond like we had before I said sometimes not every question is valid and sometimes you don't even have to answer the question that fella they were at the work party and he says hey what's the difference between an African American and a Negro that's another one some questions you don't even have to respond in fact sometimes that's the best response zip it you're not the boss anyway you're not the boss of me you don't have to check in on you know what i'm doing did i get this done my assignment my applying for that you don't have to check on any of that you need you need to check yourself do some self-reflection you need to get yourself a workplace journal. Take Gus say, if I get you a workplace journal, see where things hopped off the track set. See if you can get it back together. Brilliant. You do not have to respond. I say that all the time because I think that's, for everybody, myself, that's kind of, uh, it's counterintuitive. You know, somebody says, even if even if somebody doesn't ask you a question per se, it's human. Someone says something, we're social they say something, I would respond. Especially somebody, I know this person, they're not a stranger, we work together, I would respond. Just using our brain computer a little bit, every situation, you don't have to respond. And in some of these, it would be best, don't say a word. And in fact, I would look for that. Do I even need to say anything right now? If the answer is no, I would take, psh, you t- take the fifth I would take that one as often as possible because, man, you can, if you really, really, really got to say something, you can always come back. And, oh, do you remember, you know, you said such, such date, time, you said boom, boom, boom. And, you know, I just need to follow up on that. You can always come back five minutes later, five hours later, sometimes even five days later. You can always come back and address it. Most things you really don't have to respond. Put it down in your workplace journal date, time, mm -hmm. temperature even maybe, they said such and such mm -hmm. maybe they were dehydrated I don't know, uncouth either way boom boom boom, put that in the journal and I said nothing I guarantee you, individuals classified as white, that sticks out because they know us we normally run it off at the mouth and blah 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 and all that, never they don't do all that babble and reckless talk. Didn't say a word like whoa This nigra did you That sticks out. They go back and do all kinds of unjust networking and gossip. this nigra I asked her did she apply she didn't say other oh, yet we got to keep an eye on that one. They're like I yeah. That even beyond a workplace setting. Not answering a white person sticks out, but that is the best, frequently the best response in a workplace setting. Much obliged for the detail. I'm sure lots of folks, myself included, Z's mom, appreciate the emails being serious and just analytical about things that are happening in our workplace. Patterns trying to be logical, counter-racist science and how we respond, what we say, what we don't say always great and we can see some of the same patterns I hope other people can see where dang white people do some of these same things to me sabotage and all the rest of it we got an incompetent carry or eight on our job too yep number again 720 716 7300 decode 564 nine four three pound press star six one. If you would like to participate, email until justice at com. Other folks who dialed in, you have commentary to share. How are you handling the heat pregnancy? All the rest of it. Let us know.
4: Can I be heard?
9: Bay Area, Mom? Yes, ma'am.
4: Greetings to everyone. Thank you. Um, How am I dealing with the heat? I don't get no heat. Okay, so it's hot. Um, Okay, so where I am now is 72 degrees, so there's no real heat, and I am totally surrounded by trees, so I'm waiting for some 80-degree weather so I can see how it is or how hot it is in here because I was, you know, closer to the uh Antioch area last summer and I almost died. It, the air k oh dear. So this is totally different. So I'm trying to, you know, see what the difference. I see with all these trees I am surrounded by trees. So I'm not it's not hot here but where I work Week, I mean, like maybe seventy-five degrees or something like that. Maybe eighty-two yesterday. I think I looked at the little thing in my car when I ran to the bank, and it was seven eighty degrees or something crazy. But it wasn't that hot. Uh, it's a little tree. They have a lot of trees there too, so I haven't really been dealing with the heat. I've been appreciating not living there where all that. In the air conditioning, no air conditioning. So I would be in the house like the UPS truck. So I had to deal with it because there's no air conditioning. And I had to buy the, you know, the ones you stick in the window. It was awful. And I um, there like, you remember uh, Harlem Nights? And when it was in, I put the guys in the elevator or wherever you put them. And he had to... So that's how it was. <laughs> so... I'm appreciating that it's not hot, I guess, but I do want some heat. Um, oh, for the lady in Palmdale though, the what was the UPS driver. Oh dear, and it's 150 inside of the truck, and she still has to work. I mean, I don't mean inside, but where the you know all those packages are. Oh. I hope they didn't have perishables or anything that can't take that heat in those trucks, too, aside of the people. But, man, it's hard to survive. You got to do all kind of stuff and hope people care at some point. Man. And then if the air conditioner is broken and you can't get the one with air conditioning, oh, that has to suck. I think I would take the... <laughs> I would take the car and get the air conditioning fixed myself, and I don't know because I can't. Yeah. Anyway, um, my workplace racism. So, I've been telling you all about probably a, re- a slew of things, but there's um, now well, there's four. Me, I know that's backward. Me. The head, uh, five. The head, um, whoever the young man that's the head custodian, an older gentleman, I guess he's 70 years old, the Spanish lady said. And the Spanish lady and this brown dude who's on the spectrum, some spectrum, but you can tell, yeah, anyway. That's it. We're the only one working there. Um, We're doing, you know, the guy, the young man keeps saying, don't work too fast. Just take your time and do, you know, the rooms. Take your time, do the rooms. And then I think recently he said, do you understand? Take your time. (laughs) I'm like, I understand. I I hear you. I, I understand. I don't know if everybody else understands, but I understand. So the Spanish lady, because she's been working there six years as a sub, because she didn't pass the test, because she didn't pass the test, she's a sub, and she's been working there six years, you know, and, you know, she hit all the schools, I guess, doing whatever, subbing. Oh, my stars. So she's very bossy, like, she wants to be a head custodian, but since she couldn't pass the test, she's only a sub. So that kind of, you know, I know how to do this. I know how to do this. Oh, no. Head supervisor, you need to do this. No, you need to do this. Oh, no, you need to do this. Well, such and says such, it is like this. Well, when I was working with such and such, we would do it like this. And so everything is always done differently because she's always got something to say. And she'll say something, he's doing it all wrong. He's doing this. He's doing this. So I remember um, when we would get help in the beginning of the um, in the beginning of us starting um, from other people, particularly this black guy. I know I was like, "Well, to do something," and, and then I want to do something because she said to do something, and then he said something to me, the black guy, and I said, "Well, sh- I thought we were doing da 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 da." He said, "That's what she said," and I said, "Oh." You're funny, I'm just leaning Okay, I get it Because basically he likes she that's, That ain't what the Head said So She don't care She's still, although she's very dominant And she speaks Spanish So she speaks Spanish, the head speaks Spanish And the old man Seem like that's all he speaks Spanish And um, It's very agitating To be you know, it's just, so anyway, the old man will call me Lady, Lady, you know, I you know, I'm, you know, I gave him one, two shots at the lady. Other than that, you got to figure out how you're going to get my attention, because I don't know who the lady is she's talking to. So then so he'll try to get my attention so I could uh, move, because I'm usually in his way. So the Spanish lady, too, I guess, you know, do this, no, do this, I already do this, do this, do this, do this. Do this. Okay, all right, because it's not a big deal, because so I get paid regardless of what I'm doing. I just try to ask the head, okay, what's going on? What are we about to do? What are we going to do? And here she goes, okay, so we're going to do this. I'm like, what do you But, you know, I just leave her alone because she's about a year older than me, so I <laughs> let her be older. So um, she's saying whatever. So I just try to get a clarity like I had asked because we were going to do something and. Some other rooms, especially since there's also more summer school, and so I'm just in there with her, and then I'm saying, you know, wonder what, you know, I'm gonna ask, you know, what I should clean, you know, in this particular room because we were both in this room that we were gonna clean the next day, and um, she's like, I don't know, I would have to move all this stuff or whatever, I don't know, and then so when he came into the same room, I said, so when we're Cleaning, you know, all the stuff, or do you want all the stuff removed off the shelves and, you know, wiped down or how do you want it? So she just answered the question for me, like we wasn't just sitting in there for ten, twenty minutes talking. And she just answered for him for me. And it's just I'm just looking at this lady like she is something else. So then as he trying to explain she'll cut it off and just explain it more, so it's just like two two heads. <laughs> head custodian but this one didn't pass the test this little bossy one so she's always doing so anytime I'm doing something that she's doing she's you know right there to watch us so he's talking a lot to the guy in the older guy in Spanish so he does his own thing whatever it is he speaks in Spanish he so you can't even talk to him he'll just look at you and he's usually talking to her so they'll talk amongst each other saying whatever they say they even talk to the head in Spanish and so Say, for instance, I'm speaking to this guy, the head supervisor. she'll cut it off, cut me off right off as soon as I ask a question. She's not even going to let him answer me. She wants to start talking about something in spanish and I don't know I look, I look. She, oh excuse me, so and then she just keep going go 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 she's she's very interesting, so I kinda had enough of all of that so um this week. I wasn't available for all of that. So um, I noticed not only do they just do their own thing, um, she speaks a lot about how the supervisor does things. It doesn't do things like the other ones. Now, mind you, this guy, he's only 23. He's going, now he was in, He's been in the district for a while, probably since out of high school or something like that. He'll get it, he'll get his niche. He passed the test. So, you know, he, he's back. I just, I just, I try to do what he says. You know, she talk a lot in Spanish every time he's going to make a decision. She'll, let's do this, let's do this, let's go over here and do this, let's do this. And what she would tell me in the beginning is, don't start doing too much because um you're going to, um, no, 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 don't do too much. What I tell you? Don't do too much. But I noticed she will do a whole lot after telling you not to do too much or me not to do too much. She'll do a whole lot. And then in Spanish, tell the supervisor all the stuff she did. So she said we were on a break because we'll get long breaks because we're working too fast. Oh. So <laughs> the point of working too fast is if you work too fast, then you clean. So if we do everything at the school, our, we're not finished until the 11th of August. That means what are we going to do? There's nothing to do because there's nobody there. So you don't need all of us. So we would have to go help the schools that need some help. Somebody. I don't know. So oh, everything is a rush. Okay, let's do this. As soon as you get over here, did you do this? Did you do this? No, I didn't. Because we have time. This a Spanish lady. And then, excuse me, lady. He's everywhere doing what his old man. He can't do. You got to be, you know, this old man. And you know, we got waxing and stripping. and High dusting is crazy. Then, the, you know, the um, the guy on the um spectrum. You know he follows the orders he's real and he's been doing this for over twenty years. this guy, and I don't know how long he's been in the district doing whatever he do, but he'll do this in the summer, so he'll say stuff about how things should be, and you know because he's on the spectrum, he really knows some stuff, no, it should be like that. No, I, I know we normal. I've been doing, I've been doing for, for twenty five years, and <laughs> so he kind of bothers the uh, young Spanish male because he'll ask a lot of questions. But I'll deal with him too, as if he were. I deal with him in the ABA style too. Um, the guy just I just. Do. So he's he's he alright though. He would be right. He's right most of the time. So um he uh sometimes the guy because he knows I do with behavior, he'll have to change his behavior as supervisor so he doesn't, you know, you know, go too far. You gotta understand where he's coming from. So these two Spanish people, the old dude and the um uh, Spanish lady, they'll get to, I noticed like, say for instance the head supervisors on the ladder or something, he'll say, hey, so-and-so, go get me the da 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 And then, you know, he'll go get the da-da-da-da. And next thing I know, the lady could be cleaning the whiteboard. She'd be, hey, so-and-so, go get the vacuum. And I'm like, oh, go get the vacuum clean. And then you know, the old Spanish man, when he ready to move something, that guy could be on the letter. Hey, so-and-so, hey, so, hey, help. It's a two people job. So that kind of stuff. And it started bothering me this week. <laughs> so I'm like, wait a minute. I was like, no, I'll do it. I'll do it. Because I don't understand how when you're doing something, you just get called. You can't even finish doing what you're doing because they don't need to call him like that when he's doing something. All you have to do is do something else. And then when you know, catch him again, if you want to move the tables on to. The uh, carpet or whatever So you can do the floors, you can do that But the way they're doing it, it's just like you're bossing them around And then you already know he's delayed Because he shows signs of Signs of Being um, on the spectrum He shows, he, you can tell He's moderate to severe You can tell, and he'll talk to himself You know, a lot Completely And it's okay, he's okay But you can tell But this week they were doing too much, bossing him around and talking to him. You know, I don't like the way you call him his name. And I'm just, and I'm that kind, Gus. I'll be all right. I'm still learning. And because I'm a registered behavioral technician, I have to deal, I just, I just automatically, you're not going to be able to talk to him crazy in front of me without me doing something and I I don't know if I'm working on that this year or not, Gus. But anyway I just kept interjecting and doing some of the stuff just so he could do what he's focused on what he's doing. He's on the ladder. But I just thought that I've noticed that since they, the supervisor's calling them, but he's calling them for a reason, y'all just bossing them around and bullying them, making them go get dumb stuff. Oh, go get this. Go get this. Go, and then the way they're asking, go get this. Okay, thank you. And, you know, maybe sometimes you catch me looking, you'll get it. Okay, thank you. But I just don't like the way they're talking to him. So then with me, um, just going over what I'm doing and just, no, I just didn't. Well, I'm doing it again. But if I accidentally run across something that you may have wiped Oh, hey, I already did that. It's already done. And so I just stopped talking. So no more. We we were all just hi and bye. Hi, bye. You know, no, you go keep talking Spanish with the Spanish people. So I, um, I asked if I could, because uh, I wanted to use this particular machine. And um, I was like, well, can I use the machine before, you know, we finish our contract? And so the guy was like, well, yeah, you could use it today. Now, mind you, this lady's been acting funny since I've been blocking them out. I only just do what I got to do. I'm not discourteous or nothing. I do say good morning or hi, but now she'll start snatching stuff and, you know, just throwing stuff and snatching stuff because I'm not giving her the attention that I would normally give her. I just speak. So, okay, excuse me here. Okay, no problem. So that kind of, that's how I deal with her. And I'll start you way over there. Okay, well, great. I'm going to go way over here on this corner so you're not bossing me around and telling me I'm doing too much. But you go above and beyond when you're trying to make it seem like you do so much. So the supervisor um, said, well, yeah, you can use the machine. It's a mopping machine. You can use the machine. um, So it's the same, Gus, it's the same mopping machine that I had the janitor teach the little fourth grader how to use. That's on the green team is that one, so I wanted to work. I wanted to use it, and if I sub throughout the year, I need to know how to use some of this stuff and just have a chance to be have experience. But the lady never gives me a chance to have experience. She does it all. She just takes over everything. I'm like, just I'll do it. Like she's the assistant. So I'm. So she was like, what? He's like, okay, so she's finna do the floor, and then she looking like what? And so now she got an attitude all in there, all cleaning, doing whatever, doing her cleaning. she got a whole attitude, whatever. And So she does whatever she's going to do, and then they pull out. But she wouldn't leave. She stood right there watching me. So then, you know, I set it up or whatever it is she's going to say. After, you know, I put the stuffers on there, he's too much soap. Are you okay? Let me show you how to do this. Let me show you how to do this. Let me show you how to do this. So she showed me. She didn't even let me show myself. She's going to just show me. I'm just going to do the edges for you. And then so she do the edges, and then she does a little more, and then she does a little more. And then so I she you, okay, well, you could do this. If you need anything, you could just do this. So then she leaves. But well, she doesn't leave, leave. She comes back. So she's standing there watching. And then she's oh, I think it's too much soap. I think you need to do this. So she takes the machine, dumps it. Takes, I was like, you don't have to do I was like, I can do it. No, I can do it. And then she, she does it, dumps the machine. It's too much. It was too much soap. I was like, look. I just did what I was told. That's what, There's too much soap, and that's she tells the old guy in Spanish. It was too much soap. So now, whatever she did, she did something because she wants to go back in and do something. So she wants to basically do the job that I just asked that I do because I, I just wanted to learn how to do the machine, but she's always got to take over. So she's got this machine. And now she can't make it work. So then the Spanish, they talking in Spanish, her and the um, older dude. Now she's looking for the supervisor. I was like, he's way somewhere else. And then she's, oh, yeah, it's this, it's this. It was too much soap, it was too much soap, and just all this stuff. And so she just took over. They finished. Um, I left because I just, here, you can have a the Spanish guy, and then the black guy had to go, go get the mop. And, you know, they sent him to get the mop. Um, I just left and went on about my business. Um, yesterday, I, um, he was just saying that we moved so fast. They need us at another site. And I was like, okay, I'm not tripping. So he said, um, since I'm going to this particular school anyway, would I go to that school? I was like, yeah, I'll go because that'll get, for me, it'll give me a head start because I'm going to be working with the kids there. So the lady, it's me and the other guy, I guess, um Monday we will go to the other school, no big deal. So the Spanish lady she talking in Spanish and she's already, you know, feeling herself talking in Spanish to the guy took over the machine. So then the guy told her too, you know, you know they're gonna be, you know, tomorrow's, you know, today's our last day at that site. So she's oh, and then it's talking and talking and talking, and then he that black guy because he sold. You know, stirring on clarity. He just kind of forced him to say all kinds of stuff because he knows a whole lot about the school, how it goes. What you mean going transfer for what? Blah, 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 and all that stuff. So he's like, well, what's she gonna be doing? <laughs> Is she? She? What's she gonna be doing? He said, well, she going somewhere too? I don't know where. Is she going somewhere? So then the Spanish lady like, me? ¿Qué pasa? Yeah, you're going somewhere, too. So her whole demeanor changed. Her whole everything changed. She was all sad. So now she's looking like she lost her dog. So then, you know, we was about to leave. So then she's like, okay, well, you know, see you tomorrow, talking to me now. So I was like, okay, see you tomorrow. So today, you know, which was a day, so she's talking. She's a little – she she thought she wanted to do the inside bathrooms. We had easy jobs. Uh, but he sent her outside. She's like, all right, yeah, you. You're going to go do the ones outside. Come on, we're going to do the ones outside. She's going to do the ones in here and the principal's office. I want to do I already cleaned it. So uh, then as I was cleaning it, I would take, come out and take a break. She was like, yeah, well, I already cleaned that. I said, well, it was dirty still. So I um, just recleaned it and
8: recleaned the principal's
4: office. Well, the 70-year-old guy, he cleaned that. I was like, well, it was still dusty, and he didn't um, lift up anything. So I know I've been rambling, but I just thought it was just so interesting. Because I, I know Spanish people, they always come together. again. We don't have any friends, so I do know that. And even though, you know, they say they're a lighter shade of brown, they always come. They tend to come together against us, but they'll come together against each other trying to, you know, push themselves up, too. So I just wanted to say that. And um, thank you for taking my call.
9: Officers. Much obliged Bay Area Mom not suffering from the California heat. Um she she even said I was gonna make sure to get that in. Wow, she took the point right from me. Uh good job, Bay Area Mom. She said the uh so called uh Hispanic people, Latino people, these are non white people, they so called stick together metaphor um against us. And then she said they do squabble amongst themselves. Absolutely. absolutely. They got, I think it's 43 missing children. They are not Negroes in Mexico. Been looking for them. This is big news down there. These are so-called Mexican children, non-white. I think other Mexican people are suspected of having done this. That is not an example of so-called Latinos or Hispanics sticking together. They do squabble a lot. And it's nobody nobody you know gets along with with anybody we got lots of that here in fact when she was telling us about all this petty tyranny and abuse in the workplace like man there's a lot of uh carter g woodson talked about this in miseducation of the negro where a lot of individuals who are classified as black do the same type of thing in work environments um unfortunately it is very prevalent uh in the city. you have somebody who they can't pass the exams and do whatever they're supposed to do that modeled what we heard from uh our female caller what she wrote in her hair was a white woman but doing the same thing i can't focus on myself get my game up so that i can move and advance in my career No, no 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 i'm gonna terrorize this negro if i'm gonna do her performance appraisal i'm not even a manager anymore i can't even manage myself but I'm gonna do this negro's performance evaluation and see if I can sabotage her. That's you know, what's modeled all over the world, so it's tons of that. She could be studying the manager a manual. See if I can pass this exam, be the head custodial staff member. I can do it. Bilingual, I'll be such an asset. Nah. I'm terrorize these negroes. I you know, I was thinking when she told us about that white fella who would come and I think she said he would spend like three hours buffing the uh, water fountain after it's already been cleaned he smart white man he said hey man if we get done they just move us to another school it's no excuse for us to be uh, expeditious in sanitizing we can take uh, I'm going to take three hours (laughs) to clean the water he said I I got it I got it this is not a uh, sprint to the this is a stretch this here thing out Type of a deal, got it? <laughs> he said, and they don't have they don't have that understanding. They'll scurry oh, you. Oh, 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 and most of it just you know to boss around other black people or bossing around other non-white people. Some anti-blackness, lots of anti-blackness, huh? widespread. But bossing around other non-white people um, sounded like being Universal Woman. She said there was another non-white person there on the spectrum might have some developmental delays. And they want to boss this person around too, boss this victim of racism around too. And that's pretty, you know, pathetic for a lot of reasons. But that, hey, that is encouraged in the system. We like bullies and cowardly behavior. She says, I don't know. I don't, you know, you're not just going to talk to him, treat him any old type of way. If I'm present, that's doing justice. No one mistreated people who need the most help. That's who we help. We don't sit around and talk slick, wait to boss them around. Do this, hurry up, quicker, run, get there. Come on, come on, come on. But that's what's again. That's what's modeled. Uh, let's see. I think uh, the minimizing conflict that is so important. I think she had mentioned before. It was another uh, worker present, and I guess they were going to do whatever task A is and this non-white female who couldn't even pass the exam behaving just like that white woman we just heard about it oh no 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 this is not how you do it you got to do this 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 is what we're gonna do he said the other words said what? Well, no we're gonna do task a uh the person that's in charge they said we're gonna do task a and this is the way we do it not i don't know <laughs> she's not in charge <laughs> i mean hey that's how you squash all that i don't need to do a whole lot of going back and forth and, who do you think you are? You're not the boss of me. You don't talk to me like that. <laughs> That's what what I said before. Sometimes you don't need to say anything at all. Zip it. We can sit out here and argue. I can try and talk to you in Spanish. You talk to me in English. We can go back and forth. I curse you out. You curse me out. We do it again on Thursday, or it's Friday. We do. We take the weekend off. We do it again on Monday. I practice too. I'm at home the whole week. Lunas, mm, I got it. I'm ready. Get in here. Ooh, come on. Nothing. she's not in charge. She did you pass the exam? Nope. Okay. <laughs> we just the person that is in charge. There we go. Same thing. Hey, lady. Hey, lady hey she said she gave him two i'm gonna give you two now that sort of thing the anti-blackness of all of this and i mean that's rampant you know hey man uh but i'm sure he could have at minimum sat me in california uh, senora senora pardon pardon senora muchas gracias hey i mean (laughs) you live in california you know the basics I think most people, if they live in California, I was gonna say 18. We can do fuller for the racism that we do. I think by 15, if you live in California and you are 15 and up, white or non-white, I think you would know enough Spanish that, señora, hmm, just being that that lady, nigga woman. I'm I I I put it this way. I bet she had been white it would not have been hey lady ah, ah, ah. be that as it may that's the sort of thing that I would expect to from anybody white non-white classified as black whatever that's what I would expect that's what's modeled mistreat the Negroes. got it that's another one she says "Same. no need to respond but give you two and then after that you're gonna have to do something I'm sure that's that's the type of job you're in the school so we got Reb and vodka so I mean they got security in the school they don't just let anybody in the school anymore uh, I'm sure I got a name tag a badge something you can do you see what this here say it does not say hey lady senior they were talking to me fine no problem I, hey dude hey dude that is not come on come on uh, let's see the, they said the fella might be have some sort of developmental delays he's not that uh, delayed so he would frequently but we're not doing things in the correct manner and that frequently he is correct now that right there that got people they just want to boss you around and then they're not even doing things in the correct way come on now that, that's another reason why it would just be. I would probably be documenting if that sort of thing is happening because of what she said. She comes in. oh, look, hey, lady. Ah, oh, look, you broke the machine. You broke the machine. Say, you, you can't let niggers do it. Oh, oh, move, 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 So she's gonna do it, and then she goes and breaks the machine. that <laughs> I, I know already, it's gonna be, uh oh. It was what that's why I stopped her. I knew she was going to break the machine because she put too much soap. I knew that's exactly why I went over and stopped her because it was making that sound, it was doing that kind of. And I said, Oh, oh, oh wait a minute, stop that. Yep, 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 you're about to break the machine. And I went, I took it out. I said, She put too much soap in it, And I went, and then and, and, and as you see now, it won't even start up. See, once I even see that, up oh, okay, <laughs> document all of this, making sure I'm not going to be blamed for anything I know how to operate I've been trained correctly on how to use the equipment you want to take over and you're upset mad you didn't pass the exam what have you and you got to show show out in the workplace and breaking stuff and every 1-800 blame a black person like come on document report like come on uh, just making sure just really for self-preservation uh, in the work environment making sure that I am not being uh, unjustly blamed or accused uh, for sometimes they're trying to make you pay for this stuff if you break it and all the rest of it again thank vodka and dylan thankfully maybe they have cameras as well if this gets serious though they can see what happened but man that is uh, frustrating to have to deal with that sort of nonsense uh, in the workplace Uh, anti-blackness oh and the stop talking um That's I'd said that before. We don't need to respond to everything in the workplace. Hello. Goodbye. They get the basics of workplace courtesy. And that's it. I'm not, you know, having arguments and disputes and that sort of thing. Now, anything where any sort of equipment or anything like that, that's kind of serious. Just where I've seen that before, where they try to come and charge you or garnish your wages and that sort of thing. That's the sort of thing where I would, you know, I would always take that really serious because sometimes they can even wait uh, a day, a week. What I said before, they'll wait a week, month sometimes, and then they'll come back. Like I said, too, they have video cameras, too. So all of that I would take really serious. Uh, I would just make notes of exactly uh, what transpired, uh, what I was doing, what I've been trained to do, then what she did observations about what she did, if it was incorrect and how she operated the machine, if it was operating for a time period and then it stopped after she was operating the machine, it was working fine when I, all of that, I would log all of that down, get it recorded uh, just because I can, I have seen where in workplace settings like that, where white people and even non-white people can be very um, miserly when it comes to property damage in the workplace where oh yeah we want our nick's got to be repaired we want our nickels back <laughs> I like think that somebody's got to pay for that we're taking that out of somebody's check I've seen where that can be very prevalent in the workplace but yeah sounds like you are doing a great job dealing with all of that and again the anti-blackness is there even with other individuals who are classified as black the anti-blackness in the workplace is widespread that minimize conflict as best we can minimizing what we say is a huge aspect of that great illustrations from Bay Area mom uh, and it's a little justice in the workplace trying to make sure other people aren't being mistreated which I always and man that is that is a tough one but frequently we have a lot of folks who you know try to do what they can to make sure other victims are not being maligned uh, let's see uh, we'll nab other folks who dialed in so the number again 720 Seven one six, seven, three hundred, the code five, six, four, nine, four, three pound, press star six, one, if you would like to participate, certainly, if you have any suggestions to help us solve some of our problems, share, if you have your own problems, things that have been happening, let us know that as well. Uh let's see. Other folks with a hand up. Uh if we have not heard from you, you have commentary to share. Proceed. May I be heard? Our caller at the courthouse. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you very much,
5: sir. Greetings. That's the host, the listeners and callers. Uh, I just had a few updates i like to share, um, some observations and some things going on at the courthouse. Um, the first one I like to share is, I know I've mentioned that the, uh, the civil family justice center, like they call it was built in 78. So I wanted to say that because the foundation, um, what they call a basement, I, I discovered in the filing area, where the 1996 uh, files are is some um, pieces that fell from the, uh, the the top of the uh, roof or whatever, in the filing area. So I went and reported that, and I sent it in an email. Uh, so, you know, I'd be able to keep a record of it, and I took out the phone and took pictures of it, you know, and I asked in terms of safety, like, how how is this going to be addressed? And I guess it was something to the effect he you have maintenance come in and, and clean up and take a look at it and it may be because of construction or whatever. And I think they were trying to put solar solar panels up on or something like that. But um, I did take pictures of it. Uh, and my next one is a lot of the the unjust networking and comments being made. I guess they can be uh, statements that uh, even White or non-white people, black people, hate black for instance, I have a new transfer that has been put in the OR area on the white side, a uh, black male victim. He walked over to the side that I've been calling the segregated side and said, the AC had been turned on early enough on Monday And he made the comment. He said, man, uh, they got the black side still hot over here. It's almost like it's slavery time. So I was going to respond, but I I didn't even say nothing. You know what I mean? So uh, I wrote it down, though. And I think he said that because he probably thought that I was the only person in there. But it was another uh, person that was in the room at the time. A black female manager. So, you know, he went into this, I guess, analogy about slavery or whatnot, because it was, he over on the other side and then we over here. But, you know, I found it interesting. He called it the quote unquote black side. Um, the same person now, uh, just to just to mention observations and things that they had around me, he, has been getting a ride home with a white woman. That is, I'm going to say almost 30 years older than him. Um, and I'm only saying this in the context of what this white woman has been doing and I think she's an instigator and practices deception saying things when the black person walks out of the room so this white woman like I mentioned has been given this black male oh my guess you no know, he's having transportation issues gave him her car keys because he said his wallet was missing so you know uh and he walks out of the break room and he kind of lowers her voice. Um, cause i I do the the uh the right ear earbud method, I guess just making it up. I put one of them one of them uh wireless earbuds in, and I just look down at the phone, but I'm still paying attention so she was making a comment about him being flustered, and you know hopefully he'll find his wallet and it may be somewhere, and I hope he just doesn't go in on me like she was implying that he was going to steal something from her or her vehicle and said, if he does, I will hunt his black ass. Uh, And then I looked at the other white woman and she just looked at her and didn't even really give no response. So that's another one that I wrote down. Um, There was or there is a new clock in system that's going on for us to be using instead of using uh, badges the where we swipe a card in a machine. So whenever we leave work or come into work, that's what we was, what we've been doing for years. So they, I think the admin white people or the HR, AKA chaos coordinator, um, has been practicing racism by it seemed like she's mainly be or mainly been going up to interact with white staff members to train them on this new system like for instance, the one white woman that 's in the area that we work in that's majority black she seemed like she mainly only walked up to her, uh, to train her and inform her on this new system, which she still is having trouble with herself. But the only reason I'm saying it like this is because another white person that's a uh, top tier or high tier or whatever, he sent out an email that has something to do with staff members not clicking on a link on a link to open up, to start like opening up an account about this new system for clocking in and everything. But the thing about it that I noticed was that most of the recipients were the names of black employees, including myself. So it was let's say, okay, so it's like maybe maybe 85 or 90 people that work for the uh, the county courthouse. So, it was 25 names in the email, and like 20 of them were black people. Okay. So, but see, the majority of the office is, you know, obviously white people, but for some reason, it was mainly black names on this email. So, you know, I printed it out and I saved me a copy of it. So, I guess it was the white person wanting the people in that email to open the link to set up the white mainly white people on how to train things. so uh, I'm thinking she's practicing racism for the that so I pretty much um, learned or trained how to work this new system with another racist a manager, and she even made a comment and said, well, you know, sorry that we didn't really get too much help and assistance. So she's still going to ask the white manager over the area who really doesn't seem to like coming over to the black people on, on the black people side. So, uh, I just wanted to share that. And I had just one more there. Um, I can't remember. There was a comment that once again by that same particular white woman saying that this black female victim likes Prissy those you like those prissy white girls, don't you? That's that's what she said and was mocking a white customer for being hot and sweaty. And she says she's a real one or whatever that meant. I just think, you know, she just still practices racism and makes those comments because I think she realizes the victim is confused. Uh, And other than that, that's all I have to share. Thanks for allowing me to speak.
9: Dang, that is, wow. Wow. Not sure how to. <laughs> dang, you like those? That's so unprofessional. Like, damn we're at the courthouse. That's like, wow. She said this to a customer who came in. Like, I bet you like those prissy white girls. She she
5: said it to the to the coworker, coworker. another black person that's that's in the area, and she was speaking about a, a white woman that had just left. The area getting her coffee, so that it definitely was uh tacking a truck wow
9: D- dang that is uh man <laughs> so wow I would write that that now that one is that is a great illustration right there, no comment now, I'm sure you could ask a question why do you think I like those prissy white girls in quotes you could although I always think especially for something like that immediately just pull out the pen and pad I bet you like those prissy white girls that's it did I get it right that's what you said Or you do the phone. If you don't write it down, you can whip out the phone and type it in. And then just show it to them. That's what you said? Okay. Date, time, boom, boom, boom. Okay. And then you don't need to say anything else. That I always think A plus. Bing. And they will do the same thing. Like I said before, like, that negro wrote down what I said. Gotta watch that boy. More unjust networking to come. Like boy, wait till I go tell them. But they will be careful about what they say around you. But yeah, I take that. I think that's a way better response than what did you say about me? And I'll beat you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, let's see the man. What he said? He went down there in the the files. From like nineteen ninety six and all I was thinking he was gonna say he found something noteworthy or I don't know the arcade files or whatever, and he said like the ceiling was falling like literally chunks of the ceiling or for like dang, like uh yes, safety as i I said before that frequently that will be ground one or the top priority for your counter racism effort and Often your own personal safety. Now dang, I was not thinking uh the ceiling might be falling on your head in the workplace. That would certainly qualify as a safety hazard. Great, he said he sent an email that way you have electronic documentation date, time, did they respond? How long did it take to respond? What was the response? They're going to get to this and clean it up. I would think this is beyond like a sweeping issue. I mean, (laughs) it would seem like it would be more than a sweeping issue. Um, Maybe let's make sure that no more ceiling will be falling on our noggin. We already got enough problems with brain damage. Uh, Do not want to worry about uh, the sky falling when we go to retrieve court documents maybe just something to think about um let's see man now he has been saying that's well documented he's been calling the often understaffed negro side of the courthouse the segregated area for years and years and years they might as well call it that like for reals uh to have a totally random negro coworker walk in, and I guess just be blasted by the temperature, just like, oh my God, what is going on? Jesus, they got us, is the AC on at all? Oh my God, it's slavery time. Oh Jesus, I'm about to have a heat stroke. (laughs) Like, wow. Wow. that Now, that is also another one, like, (sighs) just write that one down. (laughs) Slavery times back (laughs) on the plantation, that's what I already said. Why is the AC not on? And I mean, even real talk, like, that is a health hazard, man. That I, What did I say at the very beginning? I was not on here and chuck, 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 and, <laughs> and oh, it's like we're on a plantation. I was not chuckling. People die because of that, man. You got people who have high blood pressure and hypertension, health issues and such, respiratory issues. And yet, sitting around in that stifling heat, that could be a serious medical problem. And particularly, this is not Washington State or uh, Bay Area moms. She said they're having their typical. Uh moderate weather, high seventy, same thing we got here. That's not Florida. North or South. That's not Florida. Have it just be stifling over there and that back we're in the same building. And it's like, oh my God, we have gone to prehistoric times. Do they have air conditioning over here? Do you have ice? Oh Lord, what is going on? Like, and I just gotta run back across the hall to where the white people are and it, oh, okay. Woo. Going around over here in my flip-flops. Yes, got it frosty over here. You can see it. Look at my breath. Now, come on. Write that down. Man, that might even be an email, too, because like I said, that's like, that's not giggles. That's like serious health problem. Like, come on. Is that the way it's supposed to be? You have any white people that come over here and work and they got to suffer, too, because they're on the Negro side, the plantation, if you will. They couldn't get, uh, everybody couldn't get the same air conditioning due process. The way that they cool the rest of it is something uh, archaic about this part of the building where they couldn't get the same sort of central air cooling that everybody else gets. They couldn't even get you all the cooling suits. No. Anywho, uh, let's see. The, The wallet was equally appalling as the heat. I'm but sitting like. I'm, I'm, the I, same I, blackmail. The same. Oh, man. 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 The same one that made that comment. It's having a rough day, man. <laughs> it's having a rough day. Should have took a day <laughs> off, man. Um, You lose your wallet. I mean, most of the time, if people lose a wallet, I do not hear people think. This nigga is gonna go wild and rape and kill us. We got to hide. I've not the response is normally Oh man, let me I lift up the sofa cushion. Let me see. I, uh, did you check the I'll check the bedroom. Let me look. Did you check in the car? I'ma check in the car. Did you check your pants? Check your coat. They have it's all hands hey. I'ma dig in and help out, you know. Until my Netflix show comes on or whatever, at least the good next five minutes until I lose interest. I'm gonna dig in and help you find it. I'm going to look in the car, I'm going to look at, that's normally what I've seen. Any environment, I pitched in on a few of the searches, helped the person find it, all that good stuff. So I've never heard anyone, oh my lord, if Leroy doesn't find that wallet, oh,
6: oh, I've just
9: not, I've never seen someone flip out as a result of losing that. that's number one. So maybe, you know. <laughs> I haven't lived long enough. I know that is frustrating. I've lost my wallet before. Man, that can be really frustrating. But I have not. I got to choke somebody and put them in the head. No, no. Uh, And I've seen other people who have lost a wallet. I've been there and they didn't do that either. Even black people, even black males. And they didn't, you know, nobody died, no assault. But that's another one, like to say that in a work environment about a coworker. Even even if it had been a patron that come in and, you know, I think I left my wallet at the counter and all that. What? Get my pad out, write that one down too. Running July twenty first. Lost his wallet. Oh my God, he's gonna rape and kill yeah, write that down. That one might even also be did you say you're afraid that he is gonna flip out and I just want to make did I hear that right? Flip out and he doesn't get his that's what you said okay (laughs) have you have you has anyone flipped out before because they didn't find their why have you seen that okay (laughs) all right get on with that get back to the search let's get this wallet man because i don't want to see first time let's help him get this wallet and then did he get his wallet back
5: i think so i'm not entirely sure i didn't really get to speak to him much today I uh, just seen him just get those car keys and now this is a white woman that is driving him to his residence or uh, to his apartment. So she's making these comments like, I hope he isn't taking my car for a spin. I just filled it up with gas. I'm like, nah, this is, I'm like, is this actually happening right now? And this is, this is a white woman that said, just to add some more context, that she doesn't want to get called into the office on the civil side, like what a civil department is, because of a black male court director. And she would want to have someone in there with them, but not. And she named the black female supervisor because she says that he coached her. So she named two black people and said that I don't want any of them in the office if, if they are to call me in there. So she's sitting there like verbalizing, uh, some kind of time where they're going to call her into the office. So she's practicing racism. So that's the same white woman.
9: Wow astounding uh, and the un, I mean the racism the unprofessionalism is so much I mean it, the kings and queens of gossip as well I mean even if everybody here had been classified as white that is so massively incorrect uh, I'm sitting here talking as he said I'm plotting out for when they call me in about incorrect behavior like why don't you stop the incorrect behavior? We can stop. Eh, 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 eh. when they call me in, I definitely do not want that nigger woman there, or Leroy, because I don't like either. <laughs> dang, that is that is. I mean, I'm just as he said. I'm. I would. It would take me a while to regather. Like, oh yes, write that down. Yes, yes, write that down. Wow. I mean, even if they had been classified as white, I would still just kind of be like, dang, like. We are right out in the open, and like, wow, that wow. I mean, we got cameras. Like, you don't have no concern at all. They could be walking by. Boss might have overheard that recording. Nah, I don't care. Whatever. That nigga woman there, I do not like when they call me in. Make sure she's not. Like, wow. Let me write that down. Yes, date time. Don't like Leroy. Or Lakeisha, don't want them when they call me in for my incorrect behavior. Date, I am okay. I hope they call me as a witness when they do have her meeting because she didn't mention me. So I hope they call me. I'll have records ready to roll. Uh, Wow. I don't even... Man. Uh, I hope he got his wallet back Uh, and uh, that right there, all of that gossiping. Even if you have, I don't, I, I don't know this black male victim, so I don't know if he thinks of her as a friend or whatever. But even if you have a coworker, where you all have whatever arrangement, relationship, rapport, where maybe you all carpool, ride share, whatever it is, uh, you meet outside of work. What even them suspect you should be thinking, even Brett? Yes. And Brett is not just a racist. Brett is telling racist jokes about you once you are out of earshot. Yep. Rebecca is telling racist jokes about you. What do he say? Man, old Leroy got in my car. I know he's at the strip club. <laughs> Again, I can't imagine just saying this out loud at work even if they were white. I mean, somebody might hear this and decide to tell Leroy when they get back, even if it was a white person. They might decide, why did you allow them to use your car if you really think they're going to be up to no good? Even that, like, I mean real talk, everybody I don't care what type of clunker you have if it is a 1979 Pinto. Ball tires, emergency brake doesn't work, doesn't go over 40 miles. I don't care who you are. You are not going to give your car to someone you don't trust. I don't care if it's a coworker, a family member. I mean, that's just not like, nah, Leroy, I'm good. (laughs) I'm like, nah, nah, I'll give you a ride or whatever. But I mean, I don't think most people are just going to casually give out their car keys to someone just because we work together. You trust him enough to give the car. You just want to sit around and gossip and be racist. Oh, my God. He's out just gallivanting in my like she's talking about her son. Really? I just filled up. I mean, that's how you talk about a child. Like I'm talking about Dylan Klebold or somebody like, oh, my God that's filled up my tank. But he's going to ride all around Florida with my car and come back on eat like I use he at minimum at minimum. He's a coworker, right? So he could at least fill the tank up when he comes back? This is a grown you're not talking about a thirteen year old. He could at least fill the tank up if he's out Georgia. but I mean, really? That's how you think of Woo. Even your homie at work. Incidentally, that's someone I probably would not want to know where my residence is. I think we've talked about this before. I totally get it. Gas is expensive and that's legit. They do all that green talk here in Seattle, meaning uh, conserving energy and gas and all that and ride share and carpool. Great. Fantastic. I would be really codified about allowing just any old white person to know where you reside. Uh, you can allow them to drop you off. Uh, if it's a park near your residence, a coffee shop, anything. Um, but I would be very, leery about having them drop you off in front of your residence, apartment, whatever it is that. Mm. Anyway, and particularly if that's the way that they talk when you're not present. Uh, the training incidentally is not lost on me. All this new training for this 21st century technology and how we log in when we come to the courthouse which is serious right that's serious job court records and all that they don't even have quality training did you hear that we can't even I mean we try to get it all figured out and hmm I don't is this hmm uh I'm gonna see if we can get Chip the manager to come in cause I don't I don't really uh woo we say that all like if we had not, when I was more confused, I didn't know this. Once I started studying racism, that is such a fundamental when it's time to do the training. He said this was they sent their little tacky email. about it. You Negro employees. Get on it. You know, I've been trained. We got the new software. Get on it. it. All right, all right, we go in here. We do the training and we've been quiet while we got to go and do it again. Three, four times and all that. Come on, man. Come on. Get it together. Incidentally, I don't know if this is, is this like faceless uh, technology or what type of advancement are we talking here uh, for this new technology for you all to be able to log in? Is it electronic? Do you have a code? Does it just recognize your face? What do you do?
5: It's like a login account to a a website and I guess they're trying to have a better way of uh, keeping up with clock in times, and and uh, it really goes to that point of what you say about being early or being on time because it's, it's real, I guess I can say stickler or, like, real specific about the time that you put in because you'll be considered late or classified as late. But he was sending out, like, a reminder Email saying that everybody that he sent it to, which was mostly black names, that, oh, you can go ahead and click on this link. But the white woman that's supposed to have been uh, informing us and, and interacting with more of the employees didn't really do that. And I just observed that she was mainly going to white employees during that same time period. So I wanted to share it that way. Um and th- once again, the same person that's calling herself K I's coordinator. Uh. So she she she, <laughs> she took the place of the person I gave the title the warden. So I guess she can be the warden number two or something because she's still, you know, another white woman helping bring in more clique members and stuff, so yeah.
9: That's just networking, too. If they can go around and give the uh, helpful, constructive information to the mostly white people, then you all got to struggle and go to 15 different trainings and such. That, too, is really prominent in the workplace, along with the way that they'll do. uh, You got to go to the internal websites and all that cronyism when it's internal promotion. And sometimes they don't even do that. It'll just be whispered or they don't even do the internal promote. They'll just be, well, hmm, my niece Carrie needs a job. We'll just give it to her and we'll just let everybody know that that's that and that's what the, widespread around the world uh, that so many different ways that that works in terms of concealment of constructive information resources opportunities uh, in the workplace and I mean that would seem like something you know this is serious clocking in and all that that security too, who's in the building and all the rest of it like dang why would that be something that we're gonna mess around and we got to go and get somebody else and do it two, three, four times. And I don't know. I, I, come on, come on, come on. Uh, let me see. All right. Sorry about that. Incidentally, he did say about time. The way I say it, I believe, is most accurate. Uh, if you can't be early, be on time. That's the way it should be thought of. Now, he said it seems like uh, I was thinking Security. It seems like this might be, uh, you know, y'all you are being truant. We're not going to have it. You know, come in, sign up. And we're checking these time sheets to see did you, if you're you supposed to be at 8 o'clock. You had better be here at 8 o'clock. Not take it at 8.05, 8.03. Now, that sort of thing, that's why I say have a pattern. I think our caller in Florida is one of those who has already done this. I get to where if I'm supposed to be here at 8, I get here at seven thirty, seven forty. 7.40. I have my little routine by listen to a little Neely Fuller Jr. while I'm out in the parking lot, little doctor Welsing, doctor Marimba I need, whatever the news, nothing, white noise, heard that one, black noise, whatever. Quiet, calm my mind, think about the racist antics that I'm gonna see, what I'm gonna say, do I have my journal? Do I have my app on my phone so I can record? That's what I'm doing so that I can be every day. Up seven fifty six, okay. Get out of my car and I start walking in. So I punch in every day almost at the exact same time. Like dang, this nigra every day punches in at seven fifty nine and fifty nine seconds. I'd fuss him for stealing that second from us, but I mean he is on time. Hmm. All right that's what it would that nearly fuller jr i've heard that from a few folks we had a listener she worked at the post office she said she would do that exactly her shift would start believes 8 a.m like i said she would get there at seven forty every day sit in the parking lot she had a little routine sit in the parking lot boom boom, boom. white people will notice that too like you see that coon gets here early every day we love that old nigger time but no sir that coon is here every day on time Especially you work someplace where they are sticklers, and even that I found they have uh they'll call it a grace period g r a c e grace period uh where we'll stick with eight a m if you're supposed to be present at eight a m they'll say you are not technically late until whatever that grace period is that took my word again discretion so the grace period it could be 5 minutes it could be 10 minutes it could be unknown where whoever the person white in charge who is going to be doing the disciplinary action chaos coordinator maybe they get to decide what the grace period is so you don't want to be one of those folks you just come in willy nilly I had to get my coffee my egg McMuffin whatever it is the bacon was burning I get here every day early. Not on time, early. Especially they got someplace like that where they're kind of telegraphing. This is because that's the sort of thing they might not even tell you today. They might wait. You could come in late January, came in late three, four, five days, February late three, four, five days. They might wait until October when it's time for a raise or we're looking at bonuses for the year and like, oh, yeah, See, you were late five times in January, four times in February, five times again in March. Like, yep, yeah, that is not management material. And that's going to impact your bonus. In fact, sometimes they'll be like, you're going to be fired because we do not. What he just said, we are sticklers about that time thing. And especially that can be an easy one. We want to get rid of some niggas. Let's pull out and see how many times Leroy's been tardy. Bang! Gotta have people on time. Peace out, Leroy. Gotta have people on time. Thank you, Keisha. Yep, you were late three times. Very widespread. Be early. Not on time. That way you're always clocking in. They have it on record. 7.59 and 59 seconds. Let's see. Any other commentary folks want to make sure that they get in before we wrap it all up? We'll be here. Compensatory call in on Saturday, and we'll be here on Sunday. I guess we'll be here every day through Monday. Uh, Compensatory call in tomorrow, Sunday. I said this is our summer of the Union Jack. We'll have a white guest uh, from England joining us uh, Sunday, I guess, afternoon, 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Pacific, Sunday, irregular because our guest is on the other side of the world. Uh, and then Monday we'll be back normal time slot 8 p.m. Eastern 5 p.m. Pacific white guests only blistering summer of 2023 continues but normal compensatory call in tomorrow and then white guest early on Sunday I hate those early programs and I especially hate hate the early Sunday program like I really work to avoid that but the UK guests it's a yeah uh, labor of counter racism but sunday early looking for man looking forward to that one it should be hopefully it'll be so interesting it will offset my grumpiness about having to be up early for a sunday and broadcasting no less i might even go to the beach for that one to broadcast but looking forward to sunday uh any other commentary folks need to share before we wrap up today neutralizing workplace racism any other oh i guess folks everybody's satisfied I guess folks are satisfied. Okie doke. Manana, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Uh, Pacific. We'll uh, rock and roll. Let's see. Okie We'll be here Saturday, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Uh, Pacific. And I'm trying to think. Yes, I already said about Sunday. Much obliged for the folks chiming in. Hopefully worthy of your Friday evening. Stay safe with the heat. Um, no joke. If you work, especially if you work someplace either where they do not have AC or they do not use it, I guess, on your specific side of the building. Be safe and maybe self black self-respect is speaking up so that, yes, maybe we haven't had heat problems before, but we do now. Safety, Needed. Make sure we are not being uh, the young lady. Make sure I get her name in again. Renika Turner. She did not pass away. Eugene Gates Jr. He did pass away in Texas earlier this uh, last month. It was June last month. Uh, Renika Turner did not pass away, but you do not want to be her riding around in 110 degree Fahrenheit heat, ready to pass out and all the rest of it. Like, come on. Or having an accident where you can't really pay attention to the road and all the rest of it. And Safety. in contact with another black person. It has been time. Replace white supremacy with justice immediately. No name calling. No gossiping. No throwaway offspring. Cow signing out. Thanks all for tuning in. Nigga, you so brainwashed.
0: I'm a victim, That's brother. No
9: problem. A victim.
5: Uh, I'm a victim of 400 years of conditioning. Shut up. The man has programmed
2: my conditioning. Mm -hmm. Even my conditioning has been conditioned. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com.
12: It's my little escape.
2: Now Judy's the life of the party.
12: Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon.
2: Whoa, take it easy, Judy. (laughs)